guys, we're back to our first love of rosé. We love rosé. We are enjoying a bottle mm. of Rose Haven from California, 2017. <laughs> California. Uh, the land of California. Um, it's very pretty and pink. and Modesto, the... California. Ah, yes. Modesto. Um, Modesto. We... Modesto. Um, it's got this really beautiful, like, simple label. Mm-hmm. Um, like an x-ray botanical picture. Um, and we got it at Unwind, which is a local wine shop mm-hmm. um, in Alaska. Just down the road from your house. I met Meg, who is the owner, and she said that some of the folks who come in talk about the podcast, <laughs> which is so fun. So if you are... Fun, um, but also... Hard to believe. A little, little bit. hard to believe because we don't have a huge audience. We love what we do, and we're. If you like we're it, that's plenty of so fun. awesome. Um, but if you are at Unwind and and know about Shades of Grey, it's just know you've got some local gals that are into the same thing. <laughs> this is Shades of Grey, a dark and twisty podcast. I'm Katie, and I'm Bethany. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, let's do our. We understand you. We yes. could do our plugs up front. We'll tag them on at the end too. But um, shades of Grey's pod on Instagram. Yes, and shades of Grey's at or shades of Grey's pod at Gmail. Yep. If, if you want to email us, toss us an email and tell us, hey, I'm an actual medical professional, and you guys are getting stuff wrong. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll listen to that. I mean. It'll be way too late. We don't try to get things right, so... Oh, I do. do well, I suppose you do. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, to yeah, you, right? you do look up the medical stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm like, that thing that they It did. fascinates me. That's why I like it. Mm. Well, um, we are on season two, episode 12. Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Um, I don't know if there's, like, an original author of that work, but... It's a like, yeah. just like a fun, light Christmas song. You've heard it before. It's the one where Grandma dies and the kid and the grandpa think it's Santa who ran. Yep. Um, it might have actually been Grandpa. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was Santa. It was Santa. Totally Santa. So, you know that thing of mounting the head of an animal you've murdered on mm-hmm. a wall? So my grandparents that thing. had like... It was like a plush moose that was on one of those, and you like <laughs> pressed a button and it would sing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, I guess it was probably a reindeer, not a moose. <laughs> I You just made that Literally connect. my whole life I've been like, oh, it's a moose. <laughs> oh, that's such a funny moose. I'm so sorry. You just Grandma. made that connection. That's beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right here in this moment. We're, um Always learning things, you know, in our life. Always growing and Always and growing as evolving. humans. Um, anyway, it's saying that, but it was a thing, I think I used to maybe do it, but my cousin definitely, who just turned 18 this week, happy birthday, James, um, will be... This week as of recording. Yeah. Yeah. So he (laughs) would, like, run around and press the buttons on all the Christmas things that sang, Mm -hmm. and, like, my grandma has, like, a zillion of them, and then would, like, sit in the living room until they all stopped, and then he would, like, go do it again <laughs> as a little kid. It was really cute. So, um... That's such a grandma thing to, like, have all the little singing things, well, They always have one a year at Hallmark that's, like, mm-hmm. that year's one that you can yeah. only get in 2018. It's, like, a snowman playing a piano or, like, you know, whatever. So, yeah, she had those. There, she had one that was Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus sitting on a couch, 
and Santa was like asleep and so his belly would move like he was snoring and then Mrs. Claus was like knitting. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Um, but that is the name of the episode. That's where we're at. You guys know it always, the episode title is always a song title. So, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. So, it is Christmas in Seattle. Christmas time. Christmas time is here. We open on a very heavily decorated Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Colored lights. That weird, like, shiny glass with a matte finish paint over it. I feel like it's very old school Christmas ornaments Mm -hmm. that would, like, kill you, maybe, if they broke. Yeah, kind of like the mercury glass yeah. style. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, some blinking Christmas lights going mm-hmm. on there. And we see that it's a Christmas tree through Meredith's, Meredith's big front window. It's um, wide. It is a big tree. Yes. And Meredith is returning home and is surprised to see this <laughs> tree. She wasn't necessarily expecting it. And there's Izzy decorating. Very proudly. <laughs> also, it's raining, not snowing. Yes. Which, I don't know how true, how cold it really gets there. I don't know. But I just thought I'd note that. There's no snow on the ground. Yeah. Um, But yes, Izzy is so proud of what she's done, and George is already in the house, and Meredith and George kind of share a disturbed look. Yeah, Doc (laughs) is running around. Because we have Doc now. Doc! Um, Their little puppy. Chestnuts roasting on the open fire is playing (laughs) softly in the background. Uh. George looks like he just woke up. Yeah. Like he just got out of bed. His bedhead is crazy. And Meredith tells him to just go with it. Yeah, because he says it looks like Santa threw up in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're being supportive, Meredith says. We got to be supportive. And Izzy, you know, says, oh, I I know I can go a little overboard sometimes. Yeah, and they're like, no, it's it's fine. It's It's pretty. Yeah. And then we, the voiceover is talking about depression rates spiking in the holidays, but yes. suicide rates dip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's a fun, fun opener. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell so she's like genuinely enjoying herself, like loves Christmas, and yeah, she's very excited about it. Well, you think about when she wanted to do Thanksgiving and had never cooked, like it was very important to her to have this mm-hmm. like holiday tradition even though she didn't really know how to do it right and this is like well she definitely knows how to decorate like oh yeah oh my god yeah she's been saving things it's awesome um and then we see christina at burke's yeah she's kind of getting ready to leave for work and going to get her coffee and put it in her little travel mug they share a little smile yeah burke's reading the paper at the counter just in a white crew neck t-shirt he's having some coffee it's a good look yeah um And she notices something new, uh, a little undecorated Christmas tree sitting on the table. And then Christina spots it, a small, barren, artificial Christmas tree. Yes. (laughs) It's like two feet tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I I have a gold one about the same size of that. And I, now that we're getting a new house, I'm definitely getting a big tree to go with my medium and small tree. Aw, yeah. (laughs) Because I want room for it. I also like to decorate. And sees Christina kind of give pause and mm-hmm. then is like, oh, um, I thought we could decorate it together and mark our first Christmas. Yeah, which is sweet. Um, it's not. Yeah. He, he probably should see kind of what's the kind of uh, attitude that's going to be coming, though, uh-huh. from previous interactions with his honey. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm Jewish. <laughs> And then just, like, leaves. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the end of it. I'm Jewish. Yeah. He says, seriously? 
Yeah, my stepfather, Saul Rubenstein. Like, like obviously. Duh. It's a very Jewish name. And, yeah. and Burke's just like, oh, all right. Like, okay. I guess I knew that, but... It's clearly something they haven't talked about. They have not discussed this. So you think about, like, when Burke made her breakfast, and she was like, um, I... I don't, you know, and she freaked out when he mm-hmm. keyed her. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> he does these things and then it's like, how's she going to react? Yeah, like, yeah. He's cautious about it, but also he's still kind of jumping right in. Yes, but he does it. Yeah, throwing it in her face. Mm-hmm. And then being like, now you have to react to this. Yeah. It's very reactionary. Yes. Like, yeah. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> um, so Bailey is kind of rubbing her belly and rhythmically breathing. Yep. The interns are falling behind her on their way to rounds, and they are all loudly remarking about just her pregnancy. The size how of noticeable her belly, it the, is now. Yeah. Yeah. Swollen ankles. She's waddling. Yeah. What will happen to us when she goes on leave? Will we get a new attending? And then Alex is like... Oh, you know, they'll they'll leave us unattended. See how much damage we can do. And Izzy goes, "Yeah, well, you would know." Yeah, she's very snarky. Oh my god, she's still so mad at him. She's so mad, and she instantly switches it mm. and gets in front of everybody and launches into, "Oh, we should get a Christmas gift for the baby for for, for Bailey ba- for yeah. Bailey's baby, or we could exchange names and do a secret Santa." And Christina is like, listen, Tiny Tim. Like yeah, she she's starts to go into, to like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's about to let it rip, and then Meredith and George, the supportive ones, kind of close in in front of her. Yes, like curtains. Yes, say that sounds great. Secret That's Santa so sounds great. Great. Yes, it's a really good like. It's something you would see in a play of yeah, like people the blocking. Staging. Yeah, yeah. I really like how this scene is blocked. Oh, hello, little hello. Pup-caster. Our pupcasters here. Hi, baby. Um, so we, yeah, kind of, it's like the, it's kind of like when Izzy and Christina were, were playing, were like blocking everything for Meredith when Meredith was having that really bad day. Yeah. They blocked her from Derek a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like that they're protecting. So George and Meredith are acting as the buffers. Yeah. Against Christina's negativity. They're trying to be supportive. They're trying to help her out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then interns are moving uh, when Bailey moves, you know, like yes, they're supposed when I to. move, you move. Just like that. Um, and, then, and Meredith's <laughs> kind of lagging behind, and uh-huh. they walk through the doors. And Derek catches up to her and says, hey. And she stops, and her face kind of drops. And she, like, pauses for him. Yeah. And they instantly fall into very comfortable, very familiar language. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, hey, and she notices that something seems a little off with him. Yeah. Like, are you okay? And he says, yeah, yeah, the holidays, you know. And she's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of look at each other. Like, oh. And he, he watches after her and smirks as she walks away. Yeah. Like, he just, he has such feelings. Such strong feelings. Um... Yeah, that's sort of a little moment for them. That they yeah. get each other, that they are not crazy about Christmas yeah. time. Just this little sort of melancholic yeah, meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're with patient Tim Epstein. 38, fall from a roof. He fell 12 feet. Yes. He was stringing their Hanumas lights, <laughs> or Chrismica, um, which 
always makes me think of the OC and yeah. Seth Cohen because he loved his Christmaka. Aw. Is that what he called it? Mm-hmm. So in the room. They're, they're Jewish and he but he wanted to be able to celebrate Christmas. So nice. He had started that tradition. So Seth Cohen forever. In Tip- Tim Epstein's room, there's kids and toys and ukuleles and just like all kinds of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Derek gets hit in the face with like a rubber lizard. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's It seems like so many children. Like when I first yeah. watched it, I'm like, there's so many. And I think there's only four. There's three. Is there only three? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like so many. Yeah. There's like a it lot. It seems like a million children. Yeah. Just dumping on toy, oh. dumping toys on the dad who's oh my sitting gosh. there. Um, Meredith is presenting, and Izzy, when she hears the Christmaka, she kind of asks about it, and when they're like, oh, we go all out. Yeah. Know, she loves that. Oh, my gosh. She's so into it. She's, she like, is, thinks that's so great, and, like, She's getting it. ideas. <laughs> yeah. And, um, she... Yeah, the mom is the one who says that he fell 12 feet, mm-hmm. and she has puppets on her hands, so it's yep. just, like, this whole, whole thing is going on. And um, we find out he's experiencing focal left arm weakness, and mm-hmm. his head hurts when he starts laughing. Yep, and Derek starts to check on him, and then one of the million children, as I put it, <laughs> is talking to Bailey and tells her that he does karate. And She kind of panics, and she's yeah, like... she's caught off guard. She doesn't know how to interact with children. Yeah. She asks the family, oh, maybe they want to go to the cafeteria, but... Tim Epstein is like, no, no, like, I, I want to have the holidays with them. And yeah, he doesn't want to miss out. Izzy very happily volunteers to take Mr. Epstein down for a CT. Oh, yeah, she's stoked. But he <laughs> for, he fell, but he's sitting upright. Like, yeah, he seems okay mm-hmm. is, like, sort of where we're at. But I tried to get a Yeah, there wasn't anything they could figure out initially right. that was obviously wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to take a slow-mo video of... Uh, Derek getting hit in the face with that lizard. <laughs> so if we can get a good enough version of it, we'll post it on the Instagram. Yes. But it's really yeah. funny. He, like, he re- they really did hit him in the face with something. <laughs> like, it's really good. Like, just throw it. Just throw it at him. Yeah. And then we're, oh, my God, in another very chaotic yes. room full of we people. we go from one crazy loud room to another Holy crazy shit. loud room full of people. <laughs> it's so bad. I need uh. more wine. <laughs> So um, they Nadi- are, Nadia Shelton. Yes, who 41, is, yeah. scheduled for an excision of her gastric ulcer. She's been there for three days. Yes, because it's not an emergency. She keeps been getting pushed for more emergent things. Urgent. Urgent. As some might call it. Yes. Um, Everybody in the room is arguing. <laughs> the chief is there. It's absolute fucking chaos. Just the yeah, whole family her yelling. Just complaining that she got bumped for three days. George is trying to present. There's a teen who's playing his video game really loud. So loud. The her dad is sitting on the other bed, and he turns on the news really loud. Yeah. Um. The husband is super hostile. Yeah. Like, just they're they're he's, like oof. he's getting kind of rough with the chief. Yeah. And I put that I get the feeling that this family might be a little bit racist, like a little bit oh, no. like subtly like you know like um the kind of people who voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I, I get that vibe. From, I could see that. I get that vibe from all of them. Also how they interact with Bailey later. It's not great. That's interesting. No, I didn't yeah. pick up on that. Well, yeah, it's not like this overt thing, but just the kind of people that they seem to be. Who are like, no, no, they're fine. I just think. And like, you're we, like, yeah. oh, well, that's still racist. Like, no, I'm going to sue you because this didn't go my way. And mm-hmm. 
I should be getting people. I should be getting special treatment. Yeah. Kind of. And it's not Nadia. It's her family. Right. She's pretty quiet. Yeah. She's kind of trying to be like, oh, it's fine. It's not their fault. Right. She is understanding, but also like, I would like to get a surgery, you know. Yeah. Of course. My mom always says, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. And mm. this is a screaming wheel, which is not the same. If you're <laughs> polite and are like, is there any way we could get out of here today? You know, I just, you know, you you push a little bit and say, like, I right. understand you're busy. If at all possible, you know, that's being a squeaky wheel. Find the balance. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for what you need. Yeah. Um. But so O'Malley is going to prep her and the chief says it will happen this morning. Yes. He's very assuring. Um... And we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Gray and Karev cover in the pit. And then. Yeah. Bailey's kind of sending people the rest of the interns places. Yep. And then Bailey is about to assign Yang to something when um, Yunos calls. Yes. Burke kind of calls her name from down the hallway. He says that he has a donor heart. And all three interns jump in like, oh, we want that. We well, want it's that. It's us. Um, but Bailey says no. Gray and Karev, you're in the pit. Like, like I, I put already you in the told pit. you a thing. <laughs> and Yunos, by the way, is the United a Network for Organ Sharing. Yes. Um, so, like, matching donors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, it it's going to be Christina's, um, yes. this Yunos call. Uh, Alex and Meredith are walking. And Meredith is kind of like, oh, you know, it's always, well, we always have tomorrow to do something like that. Yeah, because Alex is bummed he missed out that he didn't get this transplant. Yeah, and he says, well, maybe for you, but... He had failed his boards, as we know. You're right. Um, and he's retaking them the next day. And he is pretty sure that he's going to fail. Yeah, he's not feeling confident at all. And so he's realizing, like, all right, this might be my last day. It would have been really cool to have, like, a cool surgery. Yeah, he's kind of resigned already to the fact that he is going to fail. Yeah. Like, he just, he's given up. So then we have Burke and Christina walking. Um, yep, on the bridge. She's scribbling in her little notebook, and Burke is trying to talk to her. <laughs> he asks when Hanukkah falls this year, and she doesn't know. She has no idea. I don't know. Like, why, why would she know? Uh, Burke is trying. Yeah, he, he's he's like, oh, okay. Uh, what a, Do you have any other traditions that you uh, want to observe? And Christina's just laughs in his face. She does. She, yeah. like, scoffs at him like... <laughs> I have not observed a religious holiday since I was old enough to know better. Um, that. Which is quite a statement. He does not like that. He does not. It's troubling to him. And like, yeah. so you think about, okay, he didn't know that she held this religious belief or was a part of this culture. Mm-hmm. And so then he is trying and asking. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, fuck religion. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's sort of a, but to be fair, we didn't know that he, what his views are either. We don't yes, know. Christina doesn't know what, didn't know what he believed either. Right. Yeah. But we get a picture of that Christina is not a religious person. No. Um, She's wearing a really nice turquoise colored shirt under her scrubs that looks really good. Oh. Like it's a very good color for her. Okay. We just get a little glimpse of it, but I just nice. wanted to be like. Did yeah. we talk about Sandra O oh bringing her parents to the award show? Oh my goodness, did we? I we feel put like it we on did. our Instagram. I think we talked about it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it was so cute. Oh my God, it was so cute. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about Her adorable that little parents. Oh my God, they're so cute. Uh, dad her was mom so fancy. was in a full Korean uh, 
dressy. I don't. I don't know how to say it. I don't know it's what like, it's called. Yeah, but, but it was like a fancy more Korean dress. Yeah, yeah, traditional costume. It was uh, beautiful. Her dad was like had his little bow tie, his tuxedo. Yeah. They were so freaking cute. Um. So then we're we're entering Justin's room. Um. Yang and Burke. Yes. And his mom is reading him the gingerbread man. <laughs> he doesn't seem super impressed with it. <laughs> There's lots of Christmas decorations everywhere. Yeah. Just like thrown up again. Burke um, has met them before. He greets Marion, the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, they It's clear they've they've worked together before. And yes. Justin seems really down. How, do, we don't find out how old he is, do we? No, but he looks young. He's, he's got to like be... seven, maybe? Yeah. I was going to say younger than ten. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's... Adorable little boy. He's, yeah. Super cute. Yeah. Um, and he says... That he doesn't want the heart when they mm-hmm. tell him that they found a match. Well, yeah, yeah. Burke says that Yuno's called. His mom is super excited. Santa Claus is giving you a heart for Christmas. And, and uh, he says, tell the fat ass to give it to someone else. I don't want it. <laughs> That's right. Which is the best. It's really good. Christina loves it. Christina loves that. She's, She's like, like super into I it. like this kid. Yeah. I don't like kids, but I like this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Burke and his mom are a little more, uh, dismayed at that. Yeah, they are, like, kind of taken aback, but Christina's like, hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, (laughs) yeah, she's pleased that he has such a strong opinion and a strong voice, and then we get the opening credits. Yes, the credits, and then, uh, Justin's mom is trying to apologize for him, which is kind of, like, And Um, he's not sorry, no, she's like, oh, he's just, he's tired today. And Justin says, no, I'm tired every day. Right. And I hate Christmas every day. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want another surgery. <laughs> yeah. We find out that he had a transplant as a baby, like, shortly, a yeah. couple of weeks after he was born. Yep. And the heart that he has right now has not aged as well. Yeah. Or hasn't aged well with him and can't keep up with him at this point. Which makes sense. That's why he's always tired. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's just very clear. I don't care. I don't want it. Yeah. And Burke is kind of asking, can you tell me why not? Like. Yeah. He doesn't really want to tell. Yeah. Why he feels this way. Yeah. It's um sort of an awkward situation because he is a minor, mm-hmm. but he clearly doesn't want it. And so it's like. Yeah. More than a minor, he's a child. So it's. Right. It's like. You don't get to decide. Really. You're not going to have much of a decision here. Right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So Bailey is approaching the chief at the OR board, and we see Patricia. We haven't seen her in a while. Yes, Patricia, who is slaying in her deep oh. red, like long top. Like she wears those kind of tunicky, tunicky kind of, boho yeah. kind of button-up shirts. Yeah, yeah. You know, from what was it? Like Cold Water Creek. Did mm. you ever get those uh, catalogs oh my God, to your house? That's exactly what they it are. Is totally everything yes. she wears is from Cold Water Creek. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she, so, like, a deep red top. She's got this dark blue indigo crinkly scarf Mm. and layered boho necklaces. And her earrings are kind of that Western (laughs) wear, sort of, like, silver, but with feather, like, silver feathers. That's very, like, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. She's amazing. Um, But she comes to tell the chief that... That uh, Adele called. Yep. And he's trying. 
He's trying to be like, oh, well, uh, tell her I'm in surgery. He's like about to say that. And yeah, and she says, she already knows you're not in surgery. <laughs> and she says to tell you, quote, and the chief rolls his eyes. <laughs> Did you write down what she said? Um, no, not all, not word for word. Just that they, they are going to their niece's pageant this morning. Yeah. Like, that is happening. Yeah. You've known about it for months. And she mentioned divorce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she basically threatened him with divorce if he doesn't come to their niece's Christmas pageant. Which we can tell that there's been a lot of things he's missed over the years. Yes. Um, so, um. Yeah, it's like this is one that she doesn't want to budge on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bailey is going to cover the ulcer excision on the one that she yeah, promised he, to Nadia. He passes off Nadia to Bailey. Um, then we have male 44 had a gastric bypass coming in the ambulance bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the paramedic is telling Meredith and Alex that it, he was mumbling something about grapefruit or fruitcake, not grapefruit. Fruitcake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fruitcake. And Meredith is feeling, and she says, oh, he tore his abdomen wide open. Oh, I mean, like, there's no blood, but internally. Internally. Yeah. Ouch. So gross. Um, and Alex kind of resignedly. It's all like, yours. It's all yours. It's my parting gift. Yeah. Which is weird, because he was just like, I'm going to get a good surgery. And then he's like, nope, that's that's all you. Yeah, he just, so. he's feels bummed. Yeah. He's just kind of over it. And yeah, it's sad. And Meredith sees that and it's like, oh, it hurts her. Yeah, that's her friend. Because her special friend. Um, and then we have Addison. She's listing all the Christmas gifts she got for people. She looks like a dream in a, like, <gasps> this cream yes. wrapped sweater, which looks so good on her. Yeah, And dude. pearl earrings. Just very classic. Sort of like a dark red cranberry lipstick. Very, like, simple and elegant. So It's elegant. what Addison does very well. She does it so like, well. Like, her costuming late person must have been like, yes! <laughs> classic! <laughs> classic and, like, upscale. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, everything's cashmere, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Everything came from, uh, not Land's End. Um, I guess it could. What's a fancy lady store? I don't know, like Barney's? Yeah. <laughs> um, Waldorf Goodman. Yeah. Bergdorf, I don't know. Waldorf what Astoria. Isn't that Nordstrom's. A, no, yes. Nordstrom's. I don't know. Is that fancy? <laughs> I don't, it's like a. It's I, not. It's not that fancy. What's the fancy one? What's it the... could be. I don't know. Oh. This is how not fancy That's I am. That's how not fancy we are. I'm sorry. <laughs> Something in New York, you know. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Ber- Bergdorf Goodman. Bergdorf Goodman. I was the really one that we were close. Trying to say. I was going to say Waldorf Astoria is like a hotel. Um, like Neiman a, Marcus. Neiman That's Mar- a fancy one. Sure. Barney's. Yeah. What did you Google? Just like fancy lady. I literally googled <laughs> fancy department stores in order to fill in this bit. <laughs> so stupid. So um, anyway, she Derek's- has a catalog in her hand, <laughs> yeah. and she's trying to talk about Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. Apparently, for Derek's mom. Something that was, it was made in, uh, what did she say? A handmade lamb's wool blanket is what she's kind of thinking. I don't know where it was yeah, made. Yeah, it was, it was in Scotland okay. somewhere. Um, so fancy shit. Yeah. Yeah, like fancy handmade, one-of-a-kind kind of Christmas gifts. Um, and Derek's mom really loves her, apparently. Yeah, he says, my mom loves you. I don't care. Like, it's... Yeah. 
You don't have to do anything fancy, basically. Yeah, he's really not in the mood. Yeah, he's not. And he says that. Yep. Because Addison is wondering, like, oh, I thought you loved Christmas shopping. Like, Like, this was, we loved this. This is our thing. So she invites him for a dinner date and catalog shopping, but. Yeah, French food and Scottish catalogs. Oh, my God, they're so fancy. (laughs) She's so fancy. And then uh, he's thinking about if he can make that work. He's kind of stalling. And Um, Izzy interrupts with Tim Epstein's CT scans. Yes, scans are back and he just kind of walks away. He totally does. He doesn't Mm -hmm. answer Addison about Mm -mm. dinner and she does not like that. Yeah. Which, like, She's kind of looking after them like, what's... Hello? Something like, is going on. She can tell. Yeah. Uh, Izzy... Or he asks Izzy what she thinks about it. And Izzy says that they don't look good. And it's like, yeah. not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. And Addison just kind of watches them. Yeah. Um, so then we have George. He's trying to take Nadia Shelton's blood pressure. It's louder, if that's possible. Oh, my God. It was... I didn't even want to watch those scenes. They're, like, no, hard to it's watch. it's so painful. It's like, I hate all these people. And you know you would, like, end up in the room with them. Yeah. Where they're being so loud. Oh, like, yeah. Luckily, she's in the room by herself, but... Um, yeah, she doesn't have a bedmate. That would be... George is just trying to get an answer from the patient if she needs anything, and he, like, can't yeah, get an answer. Yeah, Nadia's kind of apologizing for her family. Her husband is the worst, is what I wrote. Oh, like, my he's just God. The worst. He's the trying worst. to kind of grandstand yeah. and mark his territory. And um, they're, like, wondering when she's going to go in. And George George says, we're taking her now. Like, he, yep. can, he gets to say that. Yep, which yep. Reassures them, hopefully. <laughs> Um, Not really. They're still going to find something to be angry about. Yeah. And we have a brief scene of um, Alex in the tunnels being annoyed that he can't get any studying done. Yeah. He's trying to study, but he's just, he's bummed. Yeah. He's not feeling good. Which the tunnels are kind of like, oh, I don't know. I always pictured it downstairs, but there's sunlight. It's like a lower level hallway. Kind of a side sort of basement e. Yeah. Thing. They have a lot of discussions there, and I never knew what it was called, but it's called the No, tunnels. it's like in later seasons, someone mentions, well, it's because it's a future group of interns, and yeah. then I think it's Alex who goes out to find one of the interns because they are all hanging out in this alley, uh-huh. and he's like, no, the interns are supposed to hang out in the tunnels. Obviously. I was like, oh! <laughs> they never named it before, though. We have never heard that word yeah. in these earlier seasons, but that's what it's called. So that's why we're calling it that. If yeah. you're watching from the beginning and yeah. like, what? <laughs> it's funny because I can never remember the name of it. And so I always have to look at our text message where I <laughs> ask you. <laughs> What's that called again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Meredith is coming into the scrub room after the uh, guy who's gastric bypass perforated or whatever yeah george and bailey are suiting up for nadia's surgery but meredith kind of interrupts they are almost gonna go in they're starting to scrub up and she comes in with the gastric perforation i think she has scans yeah it's like an emergency and yep george is super bummed he has to bring nadia back to her room yeah seriously (laughs) uh yeah um bailey tells meredith to scrub in but meredith Tells her about Alex and how he yeah. he failed and he needs help and 
And Bailey's very understanding. She's like, yeah, yeah, go. Like, Yeah, she's really yep. looking out for Alex. And it's nice of Bailey to be like, yes, that is important. Yes. Like, you go help Alex. He can't study for a practical They're on kind of his her own. babies. Yeah. yeah she, she knows that they succeed. need each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people that she can get that done without the two of them. Yep. She grabs George to come back and scrub in after he drops off Nadia. So then we have Justin in surgery, mm-hmm. our little heart patient. He's about to be anesthetized. And you are so right. That anesthesiologist totally looks like Erica Hahn. Like, mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. that last time and I totally wasn't tracking. And yeah, it, like an earlier episode. It's like, yeah, it looks a lot like It her. looks like the same actor that ends up playing Erica like Hahn. Like a younger version. Yeah, yeah it's which weird. it could be. Maybe we should... Double up. Try to remember they, to look like, that doubled up. up their roles. Yeah. Maybe. Because she's always wearing a mask as the anesthetist. Yeah. So they could do that if they were like, oh, we really like you. You should have a different job. Come back. Um. So Christina talks to Justin very directly, very frankly. Um. She's good with him. Yeah. Because he's, he's not letting the anesthetist put the mask on him. Yeah. And he's saying, I don't want this heart. Why are you doing this? And Christina says, because you need it. Yep. Um, and until you're 18, your mom calls the shots. Yep. And she's just very matter of fact, which seems like the best way to talk to this boy. It really is. Because and he's no nonsense. He's not. He's no nonsense. And he is very clear because he calls his mom a liar. He's like, yeah. my mom, my mom's a liar because yeah. she said this heart came from Santa and yeah. she shouldn't get to decide anything because of that. Because she's lying and yeah. treats me like I don't know. And mm-hmm. um, Justin wants to know if Burke will give the heart to another kid if he dies in surgery. Which yeah. is, like, very real. And he's the patient, but he's a child. So, like, should he know that is kind of what you're supposed to play right. at. But, like, hey, <laughs> like, he's a kid with a very serious medical condition where he really could die. Like. Yeah. And he's very aware of this. Yeah, he knows. And Burke's just kind of like, oh, it's not going to happen on my watch. Like, yep. you're not going to die. Yep. No, yeah. I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah, he's reassuring. Okay. Um, then we have Tim Epstein talking to his kids. Yeah, he's kind of coaching his daughters through the Hanukkah story. Oh, it's cute. With the Maccabees. And the oil that burnt for so eight many, days eight days and it was only supposed to burn for one so it's a miracle there were these people called the maccabees <laughs> that's when ross geller is the holiday armadillo yep. <laughs> <laughs> every year oh god the holiday armadillo um sorry uh so derek wants to talk more privately but um tim and his wife kind of share a lot i just had a thought oh yeah you know who would be really good buddies who? Ross and George. <gasps> they would be pals. They they could uh they would find a lot to bond they would be over. The good guy club. <laughs> They're like, we we're the nice guys. <laughs> we're the nice guys. We hey, it's, it'd be be sad for us. Yeah. We just love people. It's like, no, you're fucked up, dude. You got some problems. <laughs> no That's so true. Oh, my God. And they're both doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Different kinds of doctors. Yeah. But, yes. There's one where Phoebe's like, Ross, we know you're a, and she uses big air quotes, a doctor. Doctor. Like, no, I am a doctor. <laughs> they always make fun of him. It's really good. Um, so, Tim and his wife just want to hear the news right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, we find out it's a subdural hematoma in the area of the brain that controls speech and motor 
control. Yeah. One of the kids is like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they're trying to speak very kindly to their kids. Mm -hmm. And And you can tell that the kids kind of, it it kind of bothers Derek that they are there. Yes. Like, not that the kids are bothering him, but it. It hurts him almost. That like, the kids are listening to this that they have to medical. That they have to be a part of this. Yeah. Because he's kind of looking back at the kids, even though he's talking to the parents about all the yeah. the risks, the possible risks that could be happening, that could go with this surgery. Yeah. But he's very clear this has to happen before the bleeding gets worse. Yep. We got to do it. You don't really have an option yep. here. Yeah. Yeah. And the they tell the kids that... Oh, we have a doctor named Shepard. Yeah. Is that a sign from God or what? They're um, very excited about that. They're very excited about it. Dr. Shepard, however, feels a lot of pressure. Pressure and sadness because oh. of this. Like, oh. Yeah. It's it's uncomfortable. It is. It's <laughs> it's putting a lot on him. Which like that's his job and he already knows that it's a lot yeah. to do brain surgery, so. Yep. Um, and, uh, is it after Justin's surgery? We're talking about that the new heart fits perfectly. Um, they're in the surgery. Okay. They're in the middle. Like, Burke has just put the heart in and he's like, oh, it fits. It's a perfect fit or it fits just right right or something. That's right. They are in surgery. Yep. And Christina gets this kid. You know, her mom is the same as his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Burke says that he wants to figure out why. Now we just have to figure out why Justin is so angry. And yeah. And she says, well, if I had a mom like that, I'd be angry, too. Oh, wait, I do have a mom like I that. I do. Like, that's yeah. that's kind of her joke. That. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she never listens is kind of the complaint is like. Yeah. Well, Burke doesn't think it's the mom's fault. He, and he says very pointedly, she loves him and she never leaves. And it's like he's putting a lot of himself Ooh. into the mother's position almost. Yeah. It's like this weird play play on where they stand and christina says oh she doesn't listen either (laughs) right um or know him like she doesn't under she's not listening she doesn't understand him yeah burke talks about a desire to live um the mind Mm -hmm. body spirit connection um that he believes in yes he believes in this sort of connection where if justin doesn't want to live like the heart won't work yeah like it won't matter how good of a heart or how good of a job they did. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting from a surgeon's perspective. Mm-hmm. And we we get more into it, obviously. That's not the only thing we talk about here. Yes. But, um, that's an interesting, like, you think if he's been in the practice that long, he's probably seen it. Like, yeah. Yeah. How it doesn't work sometimes just because somebody's mind, body, spirit, you know, isn't aligned. Yeah. Um, if you just don't want to live maybe your body won't want to live either. Sort of that kind of thing. And of course, there are people who desperately want to live and don't. And so then it's like, how do we balance when it works like Mm -hmm. that? You know, whatever. But um, Christina (laughs) is amazed at this. Um, Totally shits on it. (laughs) You don't just believe in Christmas. You believe in Santa Claus. (laughs) Everybody in the ER kind of stares at each other like... It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, Burke is embarrassed by this. He totally gets angry. <laughs> um, and very deadpan sends Christina to go get a psych consult for later. Yeah, for Justin. For Justin. Yeah, for Justin, not for herself. No, 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 for the patient. <laughs> and then um Christina pauses and is like, Oh, we're but not we're done not here. here. 
Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is a big fat fuck you. Ooh. But also, she totally like crapped on his belief system. Like and, well, and disrespected she, him. Yeah, she disrespected him in his OR. I think that's That's the main thing. That's she, what should be the main thing. Yeah. That's that's how professionally Professionally it was inappropriate. But I think he's taking it a little bit too personally also. I think it's fine to kick people out of the OR. That's yeah. his right. Yes. Um, but it is an interesting like the the disrespect when there's different um, there's a hierarchy. Yes. And she just crapped on, like, her boss's boss. Yeah. And, he, you know, basically told him that he has the belief of a child. Mm-hmm. And it's something he takes very seriously. And he's like, I'm not going to stand for that. Like, yep. you can leave. Um, so that's really awkward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is an uncomfortable situation. Speaking of uncomfortable situations, now we are in the tunnels. <laughs> yes, I love um, this scene. I I love all, all of these. God, like they're this, so good. It's, it's so very fun. much like a play. It is. Yeah. Um, we get Meredith, who has gone to help Alex um, with his preparation for his exams, and she is pretending to be a patient, and yes. she's got this thick... So she grew up, basically, in Boston. Yeah. And she's told us stories before about... Sal Scaffarillo yeah. being Romeo and she was Juliet and she kind of has like that little bit of an accent yes. when she says those she's things. she's talking about those times. When she's and... talking about back in the day. So she's laying on this really thick sort of New England accent. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good. It oh my God. here and here and here. And <laughs> it's so good. And Alex is, he's not really taking it seriously. He's yeah. kind of embarrassed for her. Yeah. Um, and she kind of steps out of her character to remind him that he's being judged on his bedside manner. Like, maybe hey, that's why you failed in the first place. Like, you have to treat this like it's real. Like, you might as well play into this because, mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to help you. And he says, you know, I didn't ask for your help. Yeah. Can you be any more patronizing? And then she says, enough with the ego, you big baby. I loved that. I love it. It's so true. <laughs> She's like, I gave up a surgery for this. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Like, you're being a baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he gets it, and she goes right back into character. Ugh. Oh, and this morning, I noticed my poop was a funny grayish color. 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 Yeah. I also occasionally fall into a Boston accent <laughs> when I've <laughs> he had too much to drink. <laughs> And it just comes out real quick. Um, it's more of like a Linda Belcher accent. It's very Linda Belcher, but um, <laughs> that was a bad example because it doesn't. It's not coming out naturally. But uh, I I love that Meredith does it. It's also a little bit raspy, like she's ha- had cigarettes for a lot of years. Yeah. Well, like, she has that sort of naturally raspy yeah. voice. Yeah, that's it true. It just really comes out with the accent. It's great. It's so good. Um, so then we're in surgery, George and Bailey. Um, are working on the guy whose gastric bypass got, like, perforated. Mm-hmm. And George is really surprised they could only save that much of the stomach. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, wow. Uh, only that much. And Bailey's sort of making a comment about how, oh, this guy lives to eat. They should just put him in, out of his misery. Kind of like, oh, yeah, we, yeah. And then just done that. George says, paging Dr. Karevian, <sighs> which gets a laugh. From everybody in the OR. From everyone in the OR. 
Not Bailey, though. No, not Bailey. She asks, what did you say? And it doesn't feel like a joke that he made up. It feels like something that he heard, someone, heard. He heard someone else say. So he felt like he could say it and sound like witty. awkwardly explaining it of like, you know, Dr. Yeah. Kevorkian. Like. Yeah, Karev, Kevorkian. And <laughs> Bailey's like, uh, I get it. I just don't think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey. And like holds up her scalpel. And yes. talks about the seriousness of it all. I make one mistake with this and someone is dead. My husband makes mistakes at work at his job all the time. And as far as I know, he hasn't killed anyone. Yeah. like, <laughs> But I have. And you will. And Alex did. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. made a math mistake. as Talking about Robert Martin. Yeah. It corrected for some reason to meth mistake. Oh. <laughs> he might have made a meth mistake in his past. Hopefully that... Is not what happened here. No math mistake. A math mistake and a man died for it. Yeah. Um, And she says, you know, you don't have to like Alex or care about him, but you do have to be on his side. You damn well have to be on his side. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that we've talked a little bit about doctors not questioning each other in the OR and... Yeah. And when is that appropriate and when can you really... Call somebody out on yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, step forward on that. But she's saying you have to be on his side. Like, yeah, you you're can't... on the same team here. Yeah, and they are. They're interns and they're in the same group. We talked about that when um, the anesthesiologist was drunk. Mm-hmm. That's when we talked about that. So, yeah. Um, we have Derek and Izzy um, in surgery for Tim Epstein, and Boki is there. Boki, yay, she's back. Um, and Izzy loves how cute his family is. Oh, she's talking to someone else, like the other nurses yeah. or people standing around, just sort of gushing about this family. <laughs> yeah. Like, and how cute are his kids? And Derek, who's in a mood. He rains on the parade. Like, really? Chrismica? <laughs> Neurosurgeons are busiest during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you know what time of year neurosurgeons are the busiest. And he says there isn't a hard or fast rule, but brain surgeries or brain injuries tend to pile up around the holidays. And then he goes on to list all these ways that people get hurt around the holidays, which he is legit. is so dark and twisty. He's so dark and twisty. He's so dark and twisty. My God. But it really, like, it, it's a bummer to... to Izzy, like she's kind of yeah. It, it makes her sad. It brings her down a bit because he's talking about oh they go skating for the first time in so many years and they crack their head open or yeah. they go to put Christmas lights on their house and they fall and there's a lot of ways to get hurt. They get drunk at a Christmas party and crash on their way back. Yeah, <laughs> and Izzy's like, okay, Debbie Downer, like, Ooh. but it it does genuinely bring her down. Yes, yeah. Um. So Alex is is working on Meredith, and <laughs> yep, he's, in the he's, tunnel, <laughs> he's sort of checking up on her, her patient's character. Like she's, I think she's laying down, and he's like pressing on her stomach or something. Yeah. And Christina walks in. And it's just, she's like, okay, seriously, if you're that lonely, there are excellent vibrators. I can give you a catalog, <laughs> which is. So funny. We've talked, Katie so has talked a little bit before about how, like, maybe the internet isn't a thing in Gray's world right now. It's not. It's not a big thing. Especially in this episode, there are so many catalogs. There's so many catalogs. <laughs> I just love, it like. It's all about the catalog in this. <laughs> um, They have not at all paid me to say this, but I just want to 
rep um, Early to Bed, which is a feminist sex shop in Chicago. Um, they have like almost local, yeah, like midwestern, two hundred miles from here. Yeah, but yeah, um, they have like a beautiful storefront, and they do have an online shop too. Um, but like, just what a great place to give your money to instead of some like sleazy like roadside twenty four hour shockwave <laughs> video thing. Oh no, yeah, Ooh, uh, so. Those places terrify me. Oh my it's god, like... they're horrifying. <laughs> I've never been in one, but every time I'm I drive either. by, I'm like, oh yeah. no. Yeah. Like, um, so anyway. They're spooky. You can use a catalog to buy a vibrator if you'd like. I, um, yeah, I don't know you can if also they really make those anymore. Search for but... Well, they do um like catalogs. <laughs> the like the party that's like an Avon party. Oh, sure. But it's um Does Avon make vibrators? No, it's <laughs> It's but it's that model. I wouldn't know. It's pure it's... romance is the oh, name of the yeah, company. Yeah. It's like I a, have heard of that. Yeah. A party at a, somebody's house, and then you can like become a salesman. There's a multi-level marketing scheme for everything. That's right. Yes, there is. Um, <laughs> so like sneaky Pete, sneaky Pete, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. That's sneaky. in an episode of Boss Burgers. Um, so Christina thinks that Meredith is having Alex touch her because she's lonely. <laughs> she's just kind of like making push. She doesn't really think that. But. No, no, she would not actually think that. She she probably already kind of gets what's going on. She's teasing, and <laughs> you know, um, she's like, "You failed your practical," and yeah, Alex Meredith is... <laughs> immediately fills her in on what's going yes. on. Um, and then Meredith gets paged, and she's like, "Okay, now you can." Be his patient and trades Alex with him. is embarrassed that Christina knows, but Meredith is like, you need our help. Yeah, at this point, it's happening so fast, he doesn't have time to really to be like, no, wallow no. in it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, she's asking, Meredith is asking Christina, what if it were you? And Christina says, it wouldn't be. <laughs> and she goes, but what if it were? And she goes, it wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't be. It's I true. Love Christina so much. <laughs> And yep, then um, they trade places, and Christina says, "Well, when Tiny Tim goes all Norman Bates on us, I'm blaming you." Yeah, but <laughs> meaning Izzy. Um, he did get Meredith's um diagnosis correct. Yeah, she as she's walking out, she asks him for the diagnosis, and he was right. He says it was gallstones, which it was apparently. Was that's what she was acting out? But right, yeah. um, Christina's thinking that Izzy's going to be really pissed that they're helping Alex because yeah. she's so mad at him. Yep. And so she's like, all right, like, I'll help you, but... Yeah, blaming it on you if it happens. And, yeah, Christina launches in, and he tries to kick her out, but um, she says, you know, talks about nursing his pride. Yeah. Okay, evil spawn, you can nurse your pride like you were being a nurse, which right. I said, stop shitting on nurses. Yeah, Again, we're back to that. We need, like, a jingle for it. <laughs> She's like, keyword being nurse, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be so terrible. Or you can pass your test and be a doctor. Up to you. Yeah. So she's determined to help also. Yep. Yeah, he starts to ask the questions again, like, oh, where does it hurt kind of thing. And Christina's delivery of everything is really funny compared to, like, Meredith. Yes. Like, she's she's completely the opposite. She's, she plays it so straight. She's just very deadpan, explains things. She's like, and I'm drunk. Hiccup, hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to, like, come up with a character voice no, or anything. Yeah. No. I like it. Um, so Meredith brings, um, I wrote, brings another one into the scrub room. Yeah, another pit victim. Thank you. Um, I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, Bailey's sitting in the scrub room now, again, eating a granola bar. Uh-huh. 
Now this is a, a hernia, a strangulated hernia. Yes, a patient tried to gift wrap a 70-inch TV for his wife. Mm-hmm. And um, Gray gets to scrub in, and George has to tell Nadia Shelton she's being rescheduled until tomorrow. Yeah, I like how Bailey kind of refers to it when she asks Meredith to scrub in because she's like, if as long as that other project is taken care of, yeah. the other project, like she's very sensitive yes. to Alex. Not sharing it with the world. Because the other project is Alex. So yeah. it's like George doesn't know about it yet. She's right. not going to be gossiping right. about it, you know? Especially since he just said that thing about Dr. Karev. You know, yeah. Dr. Karevian. Yeah. Um, she doesn't she... want to give him any more to fuel for the fun about. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> George. So unfortunately, Nadia has to wait till tomorrow. Yes. She's being put off till tomorrow. George is not happy about that. Oh my God. So he and has to blame bring him because he's got to go back and tell them. God damn it. He has to go back to the patient room. And we found out Nadia's husband, Jimmy, is the same, um, is super disappointed. And okay. Her husband and her mom are way too close. Like, they're, they're almost the same person. They're wearing the same color it's sweater. It's very troubling. They have their arms around each other in this scene, yeah. which is what I remarked on. Like, yeah. they're like they're holding each other as they're both oh my God. Um, getting angry at George. It's just so weird. <laughs> it's funny because I wasn't really that focused on the husband. I was more focused on the mom. Yeah. Well, the mom, like, we've seen her in other things. I'm sure yeah. you've seen her in other yeah. things. She's I have. a I didn't popular really look actress. Her up, but she's definitely, like, a bit actress that yeah. she plays sure. these these parts. Uppity moms. Yeah. 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 Um, and Nadia is trying to be reassuring. She says, another day is not gonna kill me, Jimmy. Yeah. And then George promises tomorrow for sure. <laughs> which, excuse me, don't promise. Well, Stop episode it. Have one, you not George. learned your lesson, George? <laughs> you dumb idiot. When you had to explain it to Gloria and she so beautifully like stopped <sighs> you from talking. God. Oh, remember that? That was <sighs> so intense. <sighs> Um, the best. Um, yeah. Yeah, everyone is just kind of freaking out and George just leaves. <laughs> and the grandma, the, you know, Nadia's mom, the mom is like, yeah. you people have ruined everything. And I start yeah, sobbing. Yeah, they, like, they had reservations for the Space Needle or something. Mm-hmm. like they, And so they didn't, they don't get to go shopping together. Oh Christmas my God. Shopping. Oh no. Dude, she would have been like post-surgery. She can't go shopping anyway. Like Right. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, She's just throwing things out there because they're just mad that they have to sit there. Well, and to be fair, it was supposed to be three days ago. Right. So, like, I get it, but it's also like, come on, man. A reasonable amount of annoyance is totally understandable. Also, is there really only two general surgeons? I don't know. In this giant hospital? How is that possible? It's supposed to be, like, a premier, like, big hospital. Right, right. In a metropolitan area. How is there only two general surgeons? <laughs> right. And one of them is the chief of the hospital. Oh, one of them surger- is chief of surgery. Wing. Right. Like, yeah. That doesn't seem real. It's not right. So Jenny O'Hara is the person that plays the mother. Okay. She has been on a lot of stuff. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, she's been on a lot of TV shows. Oh, she was somebody on King of Queens. She was his mom. Because I used to watch that all the time growing up. After school, <laughs> well, it just was like reruns, kind always of thing. on, on yeah. in our house. Um, or like, she, yeah, she was a mom on that. Is the bottom yeah, line? Yeah, must have been his mom because he's yep. Doug Heff or something. Yep, totally. Yeah, yeah she was the yep. mom on King of Queens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I'm glad we figured that out because yeah. I was like, she's it's definitely like, I've that seen, lady. I've seen many of those shows, but it's probably all just little parts. Right. You she's know, in like, like one, episode one episode of a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Christina and Alex are in Yes. Are in so now Christina's helping Alex, as we know, and she's trying to show Alex how to do a proper breast exam because she because he's like cupping he's her. He's fucking grabbing her. She goes, Okay, he's like that's groping. assault. Yeah. <laughs> that's assault. And she like moves his fingers so that his hand goes flat. flat. And it's like, this is an exam pad. Yes. And then George comes down and goes, What? What the hell? <laughs> See, George does actually know? thinks something's going to Does Izzy know? know? Does Burke know? Does Burke know? <laughs> George actually thinks something he is truly, happening here. He, like, panics. Which, like, <laughs> why, why, why would you and the coworker you're having an affair with be sitting in a hallway with him touching your boob over your shirt? Over your shirt while he's standing there, like, just kind of, you know. Just yeah. Flat, not- flat hand touching you. <laughs> George. So sexy. You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> and um, I said, yeah, like, they'd be groping each other with their clothes on in the hallway. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, not two hot people. Like, oh, my God. They're both so Alex, hot. They're so lovely humans. Yeah. And, Good-looking um, humans. They're trying to explain what's going on, and George is just like, I can't hear you when his hand is on your boob. <laughs> George. Oh, my gosh. He's such a child. Be a grown-up. Like, you've seen other doctors with hands on people's boobs before. Haven't you? You should have at this point. God. I feel like that should have been part of your training, oh of your schooling. God, so dumb. Um, and then <laughs> Alex is actually the one to say this time, I failed one part of the board. Yeah, it's like he's kind of coming to terms with it, which totally. is a really, it's like a subtle background thing in totally. all of this. But he's growing in this. He's accepting it. Yeah. Which is making it easier for him to hopefully... Pass. And do well. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah, rather than just sort of giving up and being like, oh, if I'm not going to get it, then... Then forget it. Yeah. Yeah, and then Christina gets paid, so George gets to help. Yes, she has George take over. I really like this, the, like, everybody sees it, kind of freaks out, and then gets called in yeah. the other, you know? That yeah. kind of rotation is, like, like something that would be, do, like, do, do, yeah. in a camp skit. Like, right. I just really like it. Yeah, it's so fun. changing rooms, changing doors, yeah. doors opening, people leaving. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, George is, uh, at first he laughs because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so embarrassing for oh, you. Well, <laughs> I get sucks, to make sucks. jokes about yeah. it because you were so mean to me once. So uh-huh. now I get to be mean to you. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, but then he's kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll All help. right, I'll help, yeah. But uh, you're not giving me a rectal, and don't ask me to cough. Which is the, like, turn your head and cough thing that they do for guys. Yeah. It just, all right. Yeah, the checking for. He wouldn't want to do that, so, like, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that to you. Stop it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> whatever. It's dumb. Stupid George. Um, so, at the nurse's station, um, Burke is looking at Justin's chart. Yes. And he notices there's not a psych consult scheduled. Yeah, this is who paged Christina, and he's asking her about this psych consult, and he's kind of, he's a little hostile, because mm-hmm. he's still got the, the, uh, issues coming over from mm-hmm. the OR. Christina couldn't get one. They said, come back in January. Yeah, she has a legit reason. Like, they were super busy. I tried, but. Right. And yeah. then Burke gets down to brass tacks and says, you disrespected me. You mocked me in my OR. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's not she okay. She did. Yeah. Right. And 
she starts to explain and says it won't happen again. Um, yeah, it's just that science is the only thing. It's the one thing that they have in common. Yeah. Um, and then she's listing all their differences that I'm an intern. You're not. I'm a slob. You're not. And I say I want to keep our relationship private. And you go and tell the chief. Right. <laughs> Which that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that without her permission. But when she's saying like, you know, it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. He says, you equated my spirituality with a belief in Santa Claus. Yeah. Which is like fucking ouch. Like, it's, Yeah, it hurts. It's not. Right. But she's right. They do have a lot of differences. Yeah. Like, I get it, you know. And um, then it's sort of like a. Yeah. And now you're religious, she asks him. And he says, spiritual. That's a, there's a difference. Different. Yeah. And she's like, well, not to me. <laughs> and there's a, a moment of like, well, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. She says that. And Burke's eyes just widen. Like Holy he had not. Shit. That was not the direction he was going with he it. He thought this was an argument within the relationship. And she's like, he thought Maybe this was, we can't be together. He thought this was an argument he was going to win. Yeah, totally. Right, right, <laughs> and right. And she's like, maybe these are too many differences. Maybe this is irreconcilable differences, yeah. you know? Um, Maybe and, we need a unco- uh, conscious uncoupling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Burke says, well, right now we're working. Yeah, like we're not going to talk about this. Table it. Right, right now we're working. Uh, page but, me if he spikes a fever. Burke and... is fucking pissed. He wants the mom, Marion, to hire a private therapist or a priest because they need a psych consult for this little boy. They want, he needs to talk to someone. It's kind of the to. thing. Like, there's obviously something he's depressed about or mm-hmm. there's some reason that he doesn't want that heart, but he's not really telling people, right. not communicating. So they need something. Yeah. And they can't get a site consult. So so it's got to be somebody. Yeah. That he will talk to. But when he when he says that, like, hire or get a private therapist, or, therapist a priest. or a priest, when he says priest, Christina's face kind of turns like, oh, oh. <laughs> Like, like, like anything religious kind of spooks her. Yeah. Like, she doesn't like that. Hmm. It also makes me think of when that lady was in the pit and speaking Chinese and Izzy called her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Korean. Uh, I'm Korean. And also, I don't know any Chinese. Like, yeah. it's all from a menu. Like, a takeout menu. Um, it is like, I think Burke just assumed a thing about her. Yeah. And she's like... I am not religious. Like he does that a lot, though. He does. He, he assumes he things, does. and she assumes things too. But she's she's assuming thing that people know things about her. Like they should right. know this about me. She's not necessarily assuming things about other people so he much. He assumed yeah. that she didn't eat red meat. Yeah. He assumed that she Which would is want red wine or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. You know, like, like this goes better with this. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it that's just not her. No. Yeah. Um, so we have Izzy. She's talking to Tim Epstein's family. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. She's kind of grabbing them to, to come in because he's done with his surgery and he's awake. He's a little groggy. She says he's going to be fine, you know. Yeah. He's going to recover. One of the kids climbs up onto the bed mm-hmm. and Tim starts yelling at them. Yeah, so he is saying he has a headache because one of them is climbing up and saying, oh, I'll kiss your owie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then another one said, after he says, 
I have a head like he tells his wife. He says his wife's name yes. and he says, I have a headache. Yeah. And then one of the kids starts to sing Jingle Bells. She's like, oh, I'll sing Jingle Bells for oh you, my Daddy. God. <laughs> Dude. He's like, no, that's not going to help my headache. And then he kind of, he gets irrationally angry about this. So he starts He's screaming. yelling, shut up, I can't stand that insipid song. Because at first it seems sort of like a... Yeah, he has a headache because he just had brain surgery. So maybe Obviously. don't let your many don't, children come in here and yell again. Don't let them climb up on the bed. Yeah, like, like just a little bit of restraint or... Like, hey, we need to be respectful of dad. Like, hey, like, daddy's got an owie, so we got to be nice and quiet. Like, we need to, you know, give him some space. The mom seems and- kind of... Like, she's not really... <laughs> she's, like, powerless. Like, yeah, doesn't know how to direct doing them. Anything. And... Yeah, he's, like, screaming for them to shut up. Yeah, get out, get out, everyone, get out. Intense and scary. Yeah, it's obvious that something is off. And then the little boy, the son, starts yelling at Derek. (laughs) You stupid shepherd. You broke my dad's brain. Yeah. That's super cute. Yeah, it is really cute. (laughs) It's cute, but it's also sad. It's very sad. And Derek looks... Confused and sad and, yeah. Like, heartbroken. <sighs> and so then it's maybe the next morning. I'm not really sure when it is. There's They show that it's bright outside, but... Um, I don't know. It, it seems like right after that, Izzy is asking Derek, like, well, what happened? Happen? How did that happen? Like, they must have just walked out, is what I was thinking. Yeah, they just, they do a shot of outside really quick. Oh, okay. I think it's, like, after the commercial. Sure. And so it was bright, and I was like, I'm a little confused. But I think you're right. I think it is immediately after. Yeah. Um, yeah, isn't it easy? Like, we didn't go anywhere near the frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that personality shift happen? And they're Maybe saying, the CT missed something. Right. Maybe it could be the anesthesia wearing off. Yeah. And he tells her that if this doesn't improve, like, we'll do another scan. You got to watch see. him. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch him. And Izzy is kind of like, okay. Eric starts to walk away, and then he can kind of tell that Izzy needs a minute, and she- yeah, she's she's thinking something, and she he asks her what, and she infers that his negativity towards Christmas in the OR might have subconsciously affected him. Like we and, don't know what. And the- he says, "You think I poisoned him with my ho- anti-holiday venom?" <laughs> and she's like, "You were supposed to be his shepherd." Shepherd. <laughs> And he goes, Dr. Stevens, you should be a little embarrassed. And she goes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so true. Like, come on, dude. Come on. Like, obviously there's something else going on. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. So silly. Um, Then we have Marion, Justin's mom, decorating for Christmas. Yeah. In In the CCU, Christina comes in and she's... She's still annoyed with the whole Christmas uh-huh. thing. And and she's like, uh, there's no trees allowed here. and In the cardiothoracic care unit. Yes. And the mom, Marion, is like, oh, it's never been enforced before. Because right. they've been there before. They've definitely been there. And the surgery went smoothly, but it's kind of too soon to tell. Yeah. Um, Father Michael will be coming to talk to him, is what the mom said. Which Christina, again, is kind of like... Well, the mom says, like, he's been down. I don't really know why. Yeah. And Christina then says, um, no offense, but it doesn't seem like he's a big fan of the holidays. Yeah. Um, he doesn't believe in Santa. And, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, and then the mom goes into, well, a mother's job is to protect her child's innocence, which to an extent, sure, mm-hmm. but also you got to help your child prepare for a future life. And if your child is expressing these right. s- extreme doubts or right. like, I know that Santa's not real, why do you keep pushing this on me? Right, at that point, <laughs> this is weird. I think you got to meet them in the reality they're in, which is that it's... Not real, yeah. and like, okay, yeah, it's just a fun thing, like, yeah, like, and you know, the mom is finally like, this could be his last Christmas, like, that's mm-hmm. why she's decorating. Yep, and but Justin is waking up, and he says, "That's what you said last year, and the year before that," and she's just like, "Oh, you're awake, like, oh, Santa brought you back. Santa to me. brought you back." me which is so, what the fuck oh like, his mom oh my gosh i mean i get christina's issues with her she's to just, an she's treating him like a child and when and he's he is a child death like that it's different than well just the whole santa thing typical too, childhood just, it's weird to that extent is it's gross it's yeah weird. i don't <laughs> so like it weird. and especially if they are religious like because they're having father michael come like yeah why not like Jesus, or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. It just Pick is, one. Right, yeah. Like, Santa Claus isn't Jesus, and Jesus isn't Santa Claus. No, like, and if, yeah, if you're telling your child, okay, this is my own Yes, go ahead. Thing. I'm ready. I don't tell, like, I tell my children right away that Santa is not real, mm-hmm. and that's just, like, this fun Christmassy thing. You know, yeah. like the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny is not real. Right. Like, it's fun, and it's... And we joke about it, where I'm like, oh, yeah. Santa brought this and my kids will be like oh I know it was you yeah you know right because they know so like I think there's a tendency fairy tale almost right and I think there's a tendency to not give kids as much credit for like what they do know kids are a lot smarter they're fucking smart and like I think if you don't know any kids then you're like oh they're Six, they can, you know, whatever. But also, I know parents, and I, I, like, I overheard, I didn't overhear, I was part of a conversation from moms, and one of them was like, oh, I got so mad when this kid told my kids that Santa wasn't real, and I, you know, I bit my tongue, because I'm like, I'm not gonna get into this dumb thing, but also, Santa's not real. (laughs) So it's okay. I mean, St. Nicholas was a real person in history, but he did not go down people's chimneys to bring them presents. Right, all the lore magically. that follows it isn't yeah, true. He didn't have elves that were creating nope. all the Christmas there gifts that we reindeer. see at Target every week. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think there's something to be said for, like, I love you and I bought you this. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the spirit of Christmas. Right. Like, the love. And, like, spending time together. And so to, like, yeah. give credit to something that isn't real. I'm not going to give Santa credit for the gifts that I spent my time creating. And yeah, creating or, like, elbowing through crowds oh, to get. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm definitely the last minute shopper. <laughs> I remember, like, you know, so I have an older sister and then two younger cousins on one side. So mm-hmm. I was, like... Two out of four. And it yep. was like when my last cousin stopped leaving, my grandma was like, I think we only have one more year of Santa Claus, you know. And it was like once my littlest cousin doesn't believe anymore, then we'll stop labeling gifts as from Santa. Yeah. But it was like, 
I think he kind of knows, and he's just yeah. playing it to like still I mean, get can... those gifts. Like I don't know, it was weird. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like you can still go? put from Santa and just like not believe in it. Like it's, it's still you can still do that yeah. if you want. Like I, yeah, I feel like we never. Growing up as children, we never believed in Santa. No. But my mom still would be kind of like, oh, it's, oh, it's from, from Santa. Santa. But yeah. we, you knew it was, and we never had that where it was someone like broke, broke that to yeah. us. No. I think my Uncle Eddie did. He was like, well, you know, Santa isn't real. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's right. My uncle is kind of a shit, so. No, um, yeah, I feel like we always just were kind of like, oh, it's just like a fun fairy fun. tale. Like, this right. is the thing you do at Christmas time. Right. Like, it's you like just Cupid. talk about that. And, like, yeah. Valentine's Day. Like, yeah. It's just part of a holiday. Like, you just do those things. Mm-hmm. You just enjoy those aspects, but it's not Ugh. real. Well, so when when Marion is telling Justin, oh, Santa brought you back to me, Christina fucking pulls the plug on the Christmas tree and wheels it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because she like, can't really say like what she wants to say. But that's what she's going to do. Like, sorry. No trees. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Meredith and Bailey are in the surgery on that hernia, um, and they're using a mesh which my father had implanted when he had a hernia, actually. Oh, interesting. And um, I haven't had a hernia, but it was like the baby hernia, uh-huh. which is different, uh-huh. which I had very thoroughly explained to me and drawn out on a piece of paper by a very sweet, well-meaning doctor while we were in the NICU. Thank you. <laughs> well, I tried really hard. Like, I was like, I didn't need to know all the specifics, but he was very, like, he was kind of an awkward, uh-huh. He he seemed a little... Different, you know, yeah. differently thinking. Um, and he just kind of sat me down and like walked me through all the process, like the process of yeah. fixing a, an inguinal hernia, an infant inguinal hernia, uh-huh. and what that means. And I think he told me how it was different from like an adult hernia uh-huh. and everything. And like sh- drew out this picture. So I have this picture, which I found again because we're packing up right now. Yeah. Things for we're moving. Um, but I found the picture and I'm like, I'm definitely keeping it. Oh my God, it's, of course. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's like this little penis and ball sack and then all the little, like, he's, like all the inside things and yeah. little, what everything is, is labeled and You're like, where and he showed me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so cute. So sweet. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I remember, so my dad was like, he was at this, um, retreat for men it's like a they do like intense like weekends in the woods and Mm -hmm. like kind of like therapy and it's religious and um he was at one of these things and there's always a doctor there sure somebody who's like a first responder you know whatever and um it was like more than an hour from our house Mm -hmm. and it's generally like his phone is off the whole weekend and my sister was home. She might have been in college and I was in high school, but um, her she did college in like seven semesters and then spent the last one at home. Sure. Um, well, my dad like had this hernia that was like chill and then it like did the thing where like you have to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, erupted or I don't know what it's called. 
strangulated maybe is what it this might person be. is like the strangulated hernia so herniated it herniated <laughs> so um the the medical provider on this trip was like you have to get that fixed like you yeah. can't keep staying here no because that's like brennan my youngest brother also had that when he was a toddler yeah but i don't know which one it was i think he might have been like the inguinated yeah the infantile yeah inguinal because usually you don't catch those right away until they get a little bit older. Yeah. If the child goes home right away. But if they're in the hospital they're like, all the time and, like, up? getting scans and stuff all the time, yeah. then people notice that right away. Yeah. <laughs> well, so my dad was, like, in the woods in Wisconsin yeah. and had to drive himself back from, like, the middle oh, of no. fucking nowhere. And I remember him they calling didn't have us. someone to take him. No, they didn't. And, or, he was like, it's going to be fine or whatever. But w- someone from I our... I feel fine. Someone <laughs> from our church at the time was a surgeon at the hospital that was near mm-hmm. our house. So we, like, called Dr. Dr. Katawaki and we're like, hey... We're coming. So, like, the medical <laughs> provider at Just this so thing know. was like, if you know a surgeon, like, you should call them and tell them you're coming. So, we're, like, at home. It's, like, the middle of the night. We, like, met him at the hospital. I remember my sister and I sitting in, like, a waiting room and eating, like, honey buns out of a vending <laughs> machine at, like, 2 in the morning. And he had this surgery. And they put, like, the mesh in to, like, stop it. It was, like, right mm-hmm. above his belly button. Yeah, because it's like the intestine kind of bursts through or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember being so scared and Kayla was like, they do this all the time. And I was like, oh, right. Right. Yeah. Like, it's a once like, oh my God, my dad. But then it's like, this is their job. Yeah. It's not the most horrifying surgery in the world. It's just like... Yeah. You just kind have of to a do standard. It. A lot it happens a lot. <laughs> right. Like an appendectomy. Like Right. It's it's intense when it happens to you. It's it's emergency. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you need to get it taken care of. It's an emergency, of. but and they yeah. do it all the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they are gonna use the mesh for this surgery, Bailey and Meredith, and Bailey mm-hmm. um stops for a second and kind of groans. <laughs> yeah, she has to kind of pause and step back, and everyone's kind of like, oh, oh. What's Are happening? you okay? Yeah. Um, and she just says, I just, I don't want to puke in the body cavity. <laughs> yeah. Um, she gives she, herself a minute. Um, usually the world goes away in the OR, but not when you're sharing a body with someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she kind of steps back into it and she's like, okay. I'm ready. And Meredith asks her, are you sure? Like, are you really okay? Do you need anything? And Yeah, Bailey Meredith says, wants to find somebody to cover for her, yeah. you know. Bailey says what she really needs is for Gray to go and get a strawberry milkshake extra thick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which surprises Meredith, who has not had a child, uh-huh. um, has not been pregnant. She's like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> and uh, Bailey says that with the nausea comes the hunger, which, yes. Sometimes if you are pregnant and you mm-hmm. go for too long without eating, then you get the nausea from the being but also hungry. the hunger. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because you're hungry, you get the nausea. God, that sounds awful. It's not fun. It, that first <sighs> trimester, with my first, it wasn't that bad. With my second, like, I had a bad first trimester mm. where I was sick for most of it. Y'all, if you have nausea, I recommend Gingins. Gingins! They're like a chewy, like, toffee kind of texture. 
Um, they have one that's like a spicy apple and they have like regular and they have an extra strong ginger one. They have a peanut. Mm-hmm. I bought like a variety pack because I was having a lot of nausea mm-hmm. um, as a side effect of a medicine I'm on. And I, well, I wasn't exactly tracking it to that at first. So I was like, I don't know why I feel yeah. like this all the time. Like, but they're really nice. Like ginger really helps with nausea. Yeah. I recommend it. Nice. Yeah. I would also get nausea when I, I realized this after I was taking like my prenatal and I also took iron supplements on top of that when I was Ugh. pregnant because I'm super like, I get anemia very easily. I'm probably anemic all the time. Oh, like uh-huh. I'm iron deficient all the time. Uh-huh. But especially when you're pregnant, like it gets start, worse. start taking that supplement. If you're planning on getting pregnant, you know, start taking that ahead of time. Yeah. So that you're really, you've built up your iron. Yeah. Real good. Um, because, you know, some of us have that as an issue if you have like heavy period and stuff. Yeah. Which I do. Um, I had a friend that, so she wasn't taking an iron supplement, but she was already taking a prenatal because she wanted her hair and nails to be better. <laughs> and then she got pregnant. And she, and she was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I got very deficient both times with the first time to a lesser degree, but the second time I had to have a infusion, like an iron infusion in the last Ooh, I remember that. couple weeks. Which actually, I felt great after that. Yeah. It's like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we do this sooner? Like, I wish we would have done this. I felt awful all the time. But when I would take my prenatal or any of those vitamins earlier in yeah. the day, then I would get nausea shortly after that. So then I started taking them at night because I would. Oh, that helped. Yeah, that helped me. Interesting. Okay. But also, if I would go too long without the iron, I would also get nauseous from that. Oh, my God. And feel like I couldn't breathe. What? That too. A fucking nightmare. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, we have George helping Alex in the tunnels. Um, he, yeah, we get George doing the most extra impression of a youth, is what I wrote. I wrote Alex playing a junkie slash skater with a sore throat breakout. It's supposed to be like a... It's supposed to be like a teenager. It's supposed to be a teenager, yeah. My throat, it's like wicked sore, yo. <laughs> so bad. Plus, I got all these sick breakouts, right? <laughs> Alex wants to mock him, but George is doing him a favor, so yeah, Alex George has says, to dude, seriously. <laughs> eat his words a little bit and ask him to sit down. Yeah, yeah, he starts to look in George's throat, and that is when Izzy walks in. As Alex is looking at the tonsils. <laughs> And um, Alex says, I failed my boards. And he's, you know, he's trying to say, like. Yeah, they explain kind of what's going on. Um, and she's like, you failed. You're helping him? Like, she she doesn't she, know who to be more. Yeah. yeah. She gets mad at Alex. She says, no, you don't get to say my name. And then she tells George, you are unbelievable. Yeah. And she Turns and leaves, and George chases after her, and then kind of yells as he's, like, running away, and tells Alex what he was doing. Yeah. He's like, I was doing mono. I just threw in the breakouts because I was a teenager. Yeah, the teenager thing to throw you up. (laughs) He was very, he was excited about what he was, what what he he had chosen to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He felt good about it. Yeah. 
And so George is chasing down Izzy and um, Izzy's so mad. She's like, when I was into him, you hated him. And then when he screwed me over, now you're his best friend. Yeah, she's just yelling in the middle of the hallway that he cheated. And how could you? And Christina and Meredith both kind of show up at the same time. Christina's dragging the tree. Yes! And Meredith has the milkshake in her hand. And so she finds out that all of them have also been helping this. Yeah, Izzy is mad that Meredith is, quote, in on it, too. Yeah. And Christina, you know, it's like, Christina, let him touch her boob! (laughs) Yeah, George throws that in there. Like, that's an important thing. God, way to let it throw her under the bus. Yeah, Christina's like, really? Uh, And Meredith's like, we know. We know he cheated on you. That's why we let you turn the living room into Santa's freaking village. We're being supportive because you are having a hard time. But right now, Alex is having a harder time. Yep. Yeah, he's having a harder time. <laughs> yeah. Meredith, or, um, is he's just, like, r- through the hallways yelling. Yeah. And she says, he cheated on me <laughs> with George's skanky Sif nurse. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, we know. Right. And yeah. then Meredith explains I mean, the whole it. hospital already knows. Jesus. And Izzy is mad that they even care what kind of time Alex yeah, is having. Yeah, why do you even care about this? And... And Meredith says it's because Alex is dirty Uncle Sal, and no one knows what she's talking no. about. But also, I thought this was interesting that she has this as a reference, as there's a dirty Uncle Sal that everyone has, uh-huh. um, because the Romeo in her eighth grade class was, was also Sal. Sal Scafarilla. Was everyone just named Sal? Yeah. In Boston? Maybe. Maybe. Just um, lots of Sal's. You guys are it. Sort of like, you know, in the spirit of this holiday. Like. <laughs> yeah, she she explains what Dirty Uncle Sal is because no one seems to get that reference. And she's like, he's the, the guy that you're really embarrassed of, but you still keep inviting him. You can't leave him alone with the teenage girls. But oh, which, that was a kind of a horrifying thing in the timeliness of I where we're mighty. watching this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh huh. Yeah. But, Fuck off, Brett Kavanaugh. Fuck off. Yeah. God damn it. Um. Brett Kavanaugh. Nope. We. He has be been uh, confirmed. Confirmed as the new Supreme Court mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um. And a lot of people are really sad about that. Uh-huh. And Myself included. Upset about it. Myself and included. I had a dream the other night where I was at, well, it was, like, right after I I went to the wedding on, like, the family wedding on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, like, that night I had a dream where I was also at, it felt like a wedding, like, everyone was sitting at tables. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, a funeral, I guess. Oh, shit. But that had nothing to do with the fact that I was sitting right across from um, a couple of women Uh who, and one of them, I was talking with her about something, and then somehow Brett Kavanaugh came up and... She was really upset, and I could feel that. We, like, hugged. Like, oh, wow. And that was this very vivid dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where this stranger. Yeah. I. So that was the. Jesus. <laughs> oh, apparently I'm feeling a lot of things about this. I had a dream about old family friends, one of whom was my age and one of whom was my sister's age, and the older one held the younger one, like, hostage at gunpoint. Oh, my god. my dream. So... Okay. I I truly, like, haven't spoken to them in years. Yeah. And I 
a weird thing. It's like maybe that's premonition or something. But I know we talked Hopefully about... Hopefully not. <laughs> oh my god, I hope not. I know we talked about Dr. Ford um, mm-hmm. last week, so I just want to... Last week we still had a little bit of hope yeah. that maybe god. the few who had not made their votes known would have gone down a different path, and it didn't happen. Also... we're really upset about it that's right also happy uh indigenous people's day yes as we are yours <laughs> yeah several weeks ago when you hear this yes because it as is indigenous people's day currently as yes. we are recording yes yes that's right um and our city officially recognized that rather than the previously named holiday so yeah the um, stupid one uh-huh about that guy yeah um so (laughs) sorry i just wanted a little detour there no dirty uncle sal yeah yeah Yeah, dirty uncle sal who um is gross but we invite him to the family stuff anyway we invite him to the picnic yep and they still don't quite get it um (laughs) meredith says you know you guys are kind of like my family yeah she Um, her only family is her mom who has alzheimer's like she's she has dementia right so you guys are kind of it. And so maybe we can help him anyway. <laughs> right. In the spirit of this holiday, you keep shoving down everyone's yeah. throats. <laughs> and Izzy rolls her eyes and kind of walks away. But you can tell that that kind of got to her. She like, was like, okay. ugh. But also, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and Christina is mad that George said boob. Like, really? Boob? <laughs> and then George gets paged. Yeah. George is paged and we get into chaos as he goes into Nadia's room. Nadia is vomiting up blood. Oh, shit. Everyone is screaming and freaking out more, even more than they have previously. Somehow louder. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 She's vomiting up blood and they really have to do something about this now. Yeah. Bailey is loving her milkshake. Yes. You see her all, still down in that scrub room. She's drinking her milkshake. She's just like, oh. About time. <laughs> yeah. And um, George busts in because Nadia Shelton's ulcer was perforated. She's vomiting blood by the pint. Yeah. Just so, so gross. So much. It's so gross. And you see, like, Bailey's, like, drinking her milkshake as he's saying that. Like, okay. <laughs> and um, she asks, you know, is the chief back? Um, because she's hoping that he could maybe take it. She's just had two surgeries back to back. She's been on her feet. She's very pregnant. Yeah. And she's feeling it today. And, um, they are both going to scrub in, George and Meredith. And, um, Bailey downs that shake. Yeah, she chugs it. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get this down before we have to go in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so Derek and Izzy are in looking at the scans and he's like, there, there it is. For That's Tim what's Epstein, wrong. yeah, yeah for Tim's. His uh, left side of the frontal lobe, you know, that, oh, why didn't we see that before? But inner cerebral bleeds can sometimes have a delayed presentation. So, yes. and that's why they didn't see it right away. So, there is something. It isn't that he poisoned him with his. Oh, my God. Anti holiday not... venom. Yeah, anti holiday <laughs> venom. And he sends Izzy to go prep. Tim or whatever. Prep and OR and Derek's going to talk to the wife and Izzy exits and um, Addison stalks out and then Addison is walking in and we didn't 
we didn't necessarily remember this throughout the whole thing, but we, in the last episode, yeah. Addison kind of set that trap for Izzy. like With so- Emily the Quint who died. Yeah, yeah, where she knew that she was going to die anyway, but she wanted Izzy to learn a little bit of space, mm-hmm. which Izzy did not learn. No. And will never learn. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so Izzy blows past her once Addison greets her. Yeah. And... Addison goes, nice talking to you. Yeah. Am I invisible? And Derek isn't paying attention. Am I? Like- well, Addison, is, you know, asked Derek, like, do you think Izzy will ever talk to me again? And he doesn't answer and just, like, is staring at the scans. She's like, hello? Yeah. Like, am I invisible? Yeah, he's like, distracted. He's yeah. preoccupied. And she's like, I guess dinner and shopping is out. And she's yeah, trying to figure another out. surgery. Like- yeah, he has another surgery. He's still... He just, he's very preoccupied. He's thinking there's something going on in his head that he's not right. sharing. Right. Um, she's trying to figure out, like, what's yeah. going on. He and... says, yeah, sorry. And she says, no, you're not. It's Christmas. It's our season. Like, why what's aren't you? Up? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't really let on why. No, nope. he says, he's we're like, fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I got to go. Get, Such a liar. Talk to Tam or whatever. Right. It's so much different than, like, being honest with your partner and being like, do you know what? I yeah. am having an issue. I don't have time to talk about it right now. Let's right. talk about it later. He's like, not, yeah, he's not ready to talk about it yet. Right, he but hasn't even quite saying, formulated it, I think. I'm not really sure what it is. I'm not ready to talk yeah. about it yet. Like, that is a good move in a partnership. Yeah. Like, you can say that. Like, yeah. I'm mad at you and I don't really know why and I, I want to talk about this. Let but me like, ruminate on it a little bit. Right. Give me a minute. Like, it's been a busy, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um. So then we're talking to Tim Epstein. Just his wife is in the room. No kids. Yes, thankfully. Oh she must God. have gotten the, the clue that maybe it's not a good environment for the children uh-huh. at the moment. Um. He needs an, another surgery. And... It could get better. Like, they can make it better, but you got to prepare for the reality that it might get much worse. Right. The frontal lobe is really tricky. And Tim yeah. is, I wrote, Tim is mean and vicious and yeah. terrible. Tim's just kind of like, great. Just kind of cranky voice. And Mrs. Epstein just, it, she looks really sad. And Derek kind of pulls her out. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of like, okay, we got to go talk out there. Right. Because, obviously, it's he's not in the right mind to really deal with it. Right. And she, you know, she says this isn't him. She's crying and pleading and losing it and says, Yeah. I just need your word. You'll treat this personality change seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that you'll do everything. In, he says he'll do everything in his power. Yeah. Yeah. Derek is very this. comforting. Yeah. He does take it seriously. Yeah. Um, he's oh, not yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah, well the we can tell. Change. Like, <laughs> no, no, he Derek knows. Takes he knows it seriously. this is a serious thing. Yeah. And um, because to her and her family, it's the same as like a a cancer. Yeah, it's just as serious. Yeah, um, because obviously he could keep on living that way. Yeah, but but he shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. So Justin, our um, heart patient, is talking to a priest, mm-hmm. and Christina is kind of listening from outside the room. But can yeah. somehow hear him, even though he's a little boy talking really softly. <laughs> well, she's kind of in and out. We see, like, she kind of comes in and out of the room working on stuff, too. She does, yeah. Um, Father Michael is there. Uh, and Justin is talking to him, and he's saying how 
I already got one new heart and that I don't deserve another one. Yeah. And Father Michael tries. Father Michael's really great. Yeah. Um, We only get to briefly talk to him, but he, yeah, he's telling him not to feel guilty. God wants you to live. Yeah. God sent you this heart. And Justin um, says there is no God. And Mary and his mom freaks oh, his, out. His mom is appalled and she tries to apologize for him. Again, once again, it's it's not necessarily listening to her child's feelings. No. It's trying to appease for the other adults in the room. Yeah, sort of cover it up, try to make everything nice. And, and Father priest, Michael, yeah, he quiet, quiets her. Marion, Marion. Yeah, like, he tells the truth. He says where it really came from is some other kid. Yeah, well, Justin... Oh, Justin says Yeah, that. Father Michael doesn't say that, but Justin says, um, like, my mom... When I got my first heart, my mom told me that it came from Santa, and I thought that elves made it, but then I... He overheard some nurses talking about how it had come from another kid who had died. Yeah. And um, Christine, we see Christina kind of in and out in the background, so mm-hmm. she's overhearing this, mm-hmm. and he says that so my mom has been praying that this other kid would die so that I could have a heart. How does God feel about that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... It's very real. It's very real. And the priest, I think you're right, does the right thing and is honest and listens. Yeah, he, he's listening. Yeah. yeah. Because there isn't an easy answer to this. No. And he knows that. The mom try, is trying is to give pretending. an easy answer. Yeah. And that's just not how life works. And this child has already dealt with a lot of that. And then the monitor starts beeping and he fucking flatlines. Yeah. He starts coding. Christina rushes back in to do the paddles. The mom is screaming and crying. Just freaking out. And Christina says, somebody shut her up or get her out of here. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. And um, And she does the paddles, I think just once. Yeah. He coughs and wakes up. He wakes up. Which never happens in these medical shows. Right. Well, also, I read a thing that was like, when they flatline, you don't shock them. It's just when Uh, there's arrhythmia. So, like, even that in general is inaccurate. But, yeah, Justin wakes back up. So Just, it didn't take very much to get him back online. Um, so Christina's rushing around behind Burke in the CCU and asking if Burke can get him back on the donors list. You know, maybe yeah. it's a bad heart. What else can we do medically speaking? Burke says, it's not a bad heart. He has to decide that he wants to live. And yeah, Christina's like, is there anything medically speaking we can do? Yeah. And Burke stops her. Yeah. And he, this, the whole time. This whole thing is very condescending, the way that he says all of this. Oh, my God. Like, it's not necessarily... He's not necessarily wrong, but he he says that the way she's feeling is why he has to believe in something bigger. That that he- helplessness would eat him alive. And yeah, the he gives powerlessness. Her like, the powerlessness. Yeah. Yet he gives her this pointed look. And, yeah, it's very condescending and sort of like, I told you so. Sort of the way that he says it all. Right. And it's... Like, I agree that having a faith in something more is very helpful and helps you in ways that you can't necessarily explain. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things in life that aren't aren't able to explain. Right, yeah. Medically, you know, scientifically, we don't know everything. Right. And 
But the weird way that he's trying to, like, shame her into believing what yeah! he believes is so gross. Like, what does that do for your spirit to, like, fucking yeah. shame people into it? And yeah. they're in the stairwell for part of this, you know, and Christina doesn't like it, but she gets it, maybe? Like... In a way. Yeah. yeah. It gets to her in a way, like, okay, yeah, maybe I can't explain everything medically. Yeah. It's an interesting, like, so, you know, Burke is really values his power and his ability to direct and teach and know Mm -hmm. things. And, like, he very much is, like, you know, in my OR, XYZ. Like, we've seen him, I think, be the most particular about that space. He very much likes control. Yes. So this extra sort of his faith on top of that is interesting. Like, it's a a dichotomy that we don't. We've not seen before. No. You think about even him, like, you know, when he was like, oh, O'Malley's my man, and then, like, let George fuck up a surgery. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of control and power. And so... It's a lot of him saying one thing, but his actions are showing something different. uh It's like he, he thinks he is this way. He thinks that he is a spiritual person. He thinks that... But... Like, I think I'm this person who has all these beliefs and right like my way is the right way he thinks he's got it down yeah he does not (laughs) right right really he i think the power is in him you Mm -hmm. know as far as he can understand it so um it's a it's a tricky moment but i think that like spiritual versus religious got like hot and trendy for a minute yeah when i think it truly is people's belief system it's just an interesting thing to be like i'm not religious i'm spiritual like that was kind of a play and it's like no you really can be spiritual and just not religious like it doesn't have to be a joke like no yeah i don't know it's just interesting that burke holds that um oops so then we have uh derek and izzy Yes, um, they are in the OR, they're about to operate on Tim, and Derek kind of, he's kind of changed the way he's approaching this. It's almost like Izzy kind of got through to him a little bit, in a way, or he knows that he has to handle it a little bit differently. Yeah, Bulky is there again, and we kind of get the question of, is there any danger of two craniotomies in one day? Yeah. (laughs) In, um, Which might be something that people were actually thinking, you know? Truly. You know, like in the writer's room, like... Can we do this? Is that okay? (laughs) He's like, "Eh, no more than one in a day. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, if it's needed, it's needed. Right. Like, there's a brain bleed. They have to fix that. Uh, So, and Derek asks if, like, oh, can we get some music? Like, oh, Christmas carols or Hanukkah carols, if there is such a thing. (laughs) And then a Hanukkah song starts playing in the background, not in the OR, but, like, as the soundtrack. And um, then we kind of have a moment of, like, you never know what might penetrate the psyche. Yeah, he's kind of giving a concession yes. to what Izzy yeah. was trying to tell him earlier. Yeah. Izzy really likes like, it. Like, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah. yeah. She really, really likes it. And then we are finally in a surgery with Nadia. Woohoo! <laughs> Bailey, George, and Meredith 
They're with Nadia in the OR, and they're talking. They've got her open, and they're like, "Oh, two ulcers!" Like, <laughs> yeah, someone is feeding Bailey like a fruit punch. It's like a red drink, and she's like <laughs> rolling her ankles, and yeah, yeah. Meredith kind of announces that they are kissing ulcers. <laughs> yeah, there was two of them. So, and George isn't surprised with that family. Yeah, he's really thinking about, oh, I should have thrown them out. You know, he's ruminating on it, and like, oh, I should have done it, and I didn't. Bailey and- says, "Stop." Whining, O'Malley. You had your chance. Yeah. You didn't take it. Move on. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kinda like, like yeah, maybe you should have, but you, you can't, didn't. Can't so, do anything about it now, right? And then Bailey says, "Do not kick me through like gritted teeth." And yeah. George <laughs> thinks that it's about him because, of course, of course, he does. He thinks everything's about him. George is like, <laughs> "I'm uh, what? I'm not." And she says. Are you kicking me under the table, O'Malley? Like, <laughs> of course I'm not talking to you. Yeah. She's talking to the She's fetus. talking to the baby. Yeah. And she tells the baby that you cannot kick me while I'm doing my job. Yeah. And the baby li- apparently listens. Yes. And Stops. she says, thank you. And then she steps back to the table and starts working again. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Of course, even the baby listens to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, really, you can kind of like. Talk to them. Kind of, yeah, like talk to them, soothe them. Mm. I don't know. You're you're kind of in control of your body. In I a way. truly yeah. don't know yeah. because I've never heard <laughs> that. Um, and then we see Izzy walking into the tunnels. Alex is sleeping on a bed on some books, and she really crankily wakes him up and says, "God, no wonder you failed your boards." Yeah, yeah. She's kind of mad at him at first, but she is there. She is there, and then she jumps into this farmer character well he he says what are you doing here yeah and then she launches in yep and then he goes you came here to help me study well well yeah because she ends with her farmer character with and i'm crapping my pants yeah and then he says he came here to help me study and then she's like, why are you helping me or well i'm not actually crapping my pants <laughs> am i yeah and um he, yeah, and he asks her why, and she we get that why would iconic you help me. Why would you want to help me after what I did? Yeah, which like he knows he fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah, he's been trying to talk to her ever since. Right. Um, and then we get the iconic meme worthy. Yes, because it's what Jesus would freaking do. That is so good. She's like in tears, like yeah. so mad, like she's so angry, but she's doing it because it's the right thing. Because it's what Meredith was talking about. It's the spirit of this holiday yeah. keeps shoving down our throats is to love one another and yes. help our neighbor. And what would Jesus do? Because it's he what would Jesus not vote in would freaking Brett do. Kavanaugh. No, he would not. Skin your local rapist, everybody. Yeah. I saw that shirt this week. I really liked it. It was great. Just think about it. Like, if, if someone was convicted of rape or molestation mm-hmm. of children or anything like that, wouldn't it make sense to just, like, Goodbye. chop them off? Goodbye. But you're like, done. Like You cut, don't get to have that anymore. Cut off all the things. Yeah. You're done with that now. Yeah. Um, not that you can't do damage if you're a person without a penis, because you yeah. definitely can. You still would, but I feel like that would deter you. You know, you'd be like, but also, oh, I can't anymore. <laughs> women can be abusers, I guess is also what I'm saying. Yes. Um, yes, that is true. is, you know, it's like, if your left eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. 
Right. Like, there is an answer here. Uh-huh. And it's probably biblical. And it's probably not appointing them to the fucking Supreme Court. Yes. To to a lifetime role. It is <laughs> ruining their swim career. Yeah. What was that boy's name? Brock Turner. Brock Turner. Yeah. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry that he doesn't get to go compete in the Olympics. Like, sorry. But do you know what? You don't get to do that. Maybe a woman's life is just as important as a man's life. And maybe an innocent <laughs> woman's life is more important than a rapist life. life. Maybe people who assault don't have the same rights as everybody else. Maybe they should You're be no good anymore. You, there's you, no room for you here. No. But like maybe they should get more jail time than someone who did like tax fraud or something or like, the, like a non-violent drug offense because like the the situation from jersey shore uh-huh. is going to jail for like a tax, tax evasion or whatever mm-hmm. longer than brock turner uh-huh. got also a rapist um just a reminder in case you haven't already done it to take ignition off of your jams playlist because r kelly is a child rapist <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've known this for a very long time. And why, somehow why he doesn't get still... this bad rap. Well, and also he has, like, some weird thing going on where he has women, like, trapped in his, oh, I don't know, compound almighty. studio. Like, like there's women who are brainwashed, basically, that are trapped Fuck. with him that he's supposedly assaulting. Oh, my Like, God. There's, a weird, there's weird things going on with R. Kelly currently. Why? Why are we it's just so... like like after shit ha- went down with Chris Brown beating the fuck out of Rihanna? Yeah, it's like you know what? I don't want to listen to that anymore. No, no, thank you. I'm not interested in those songs. Same, like I feel like somehow R. Kelly like skipped that. It's like yeah, don't fucking listen to R. Kelly. Like, no, don't listen to R. Kelly. Don't listen to Chris Brown. Definitely no. Don't vote rapists into the Supreme Court. Yeah. Or the White House. Or the fucking White House. Yeah. Let's let's not forget that yeah. Donald Trump has been accused of assaulting a 12 or 13 year old girl. Like that was part of that and in in addition to many and adult talking women. And grabbing people by the pussy. Yeah. Like how 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 do how self-professing followers of Jesus. Yeah. How are they okay with that? Not, let us, lest we forget, Jesus um, was so mad about people selling wares in the opening of a temple, he fucking made a whip. Yeah. And like flipped, flipped their out, tables. Flipped the tables out. And that was like the only time that he actually got violent. Because it was righteous anger. Yeah. Of, like, this is not right. Or when people were about to stone a woman for... Getting caught in the middle of adultery. Adultery, They yeah. brought her out and they were like, fuck this lady, right? Am I right? Yeah. Let's stone her to death. And he like, was supposedly like, consensual adultery, but possibly, you know, like, but we don't know. the fact that she was with somebody, not her husband. Mm-hmm. And they were going to stone her and he stepped in front of them. And was like, hey, you know what? If you're blameless, then cast the first stone. Yeah. And nobody could because everybody's fucked up. Yeah. Everyone's done things. And then he said, go and sin no more. But there is a version that got misprinted. (laughs) It says, go and sin on more. 
<laughs> That's a real thing. It's a Bible typo. Um, Go sin on more. Is sin on more. That's apparently the version that everyone who voted for. Everyone else read that version. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you think that you are a Jesus freak or you love Jesus and... And you're still making you're like, excuses for this? respect this government because... G- no. Actually, what Jesus was talking about was, like, if the government rules um, don't align with mine, you gotta go with mine. Like, he said that. Yeah. That's in there, dude. Like... Yeah, what Jesus said is what we should be going for. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's what the Bible is pointing towards. He looked out... I think everyone can agree on that to some degree. Uh-huh. So even if you don't care about the Bible, can we do that? Also, he looked out for the widows and the orphans who are people that didn't have a way to be represented in yeah. his culture. Like, say, an immigrant who doesn't yeah. have papers and their kid is in baby jail at the border. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. How? 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 What do you think Jesus would have said about that? I think oh. he would have said... He'd be going to those jails and, like, opening the doors with his whips. With and, his whip. Yeah. And being like, get the fuck Let the little children out. come to me, motherfuckers. Yeah. Hey, you fucking ice pieces of shit. Yeah. Ugh. There's not a place for you. No. With me. Unless you turn... Get behind me, yeah. Satan. Fuck off. We'll yeah. do a blinding on a road, shall we? Like Saul. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the, the Jesus Corner. <laughs> the Righteous Anger Podcast. Uh-huh. It's us. It's Hooray! me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Anywho. So we have Justin resting in his room. and Yeah, Christina is kind of looking over him she's in her scrubs so she has like a chestnut brown sweater on it's kind of like loose on the arms kind of a cable knit maybe like a little hood yeah yeah the mom is sleeping off to the side in one of those weird reclining chairs that they have yeah. they're like these very narrow i've slept on them a few oh. times and they're not comfortable no um but they do recline yeah and um you know, yeah, Christina sits down next to his bed and he kind of wakes up and she's talking to him. She says that she doesn't believe in Santa or God, just medicine. And then she tells him, you know, it's a medical miracle you're alive. Yeah, with the heart that he had at birth, he should have died two weeks after that. Except some surgeon figured out a way to give him someone else's heart. Right. Which is like this, yeah, that's a miracle. miracle. It's yeah. amazing. Um, which is so much cooler than Santa, yeah. is what she says. Like, yeah. that's so much cooler. Yeah. And she tells him that she thinks that he should decide to live. Yeah. Live so that you can be a doctor who figures out how to do the heart transplants so that no one has to die. Yeah. Or, um... Raise your own kids not to believe in Santa. Yeah, grow up and raise them not to believe in Santa. That would really piss your mom off. Yeah, he <laughs> likes that. He, like... Enjoys yeah. that. And she says, because in your case, dying really isn't the best revenge. Yeah. And That's it's how you so get true. to that child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, girl. Way to get in there with the patient, man. Yeah. She's she not really... always the, like, biggest on, on, like, personal interaction with the patient. Yeah. Not the best with bedside manner. She fucking crushes it here. Because she totally gets where this kid is coming from. Yeah. She is so good with this patient. I'm so, like happy with her and proud of her she's so yes. good she really saw a lot of herself in him totally. and in his situation totally yeah yeah um so 
Then we are talking to Nadia's family in the waiting room. Yes. Bailey and George come out to the waiting room to talk to Nadia's family They're to both update so them. They're so tired. They're so tired. She's going to be all right, though. She's, like, she's going to recover. She That's has to stay thing. for several days. Yeah. And they're, they're like, thank God, thank God. And Nadia's mother says, thank God is right, because we're certainly not going to thank you. And they, George and Bailey had been about to, like, walk away before that, and they kind of turn back like, uh, wait a second. What? And the mom is just screaming and Bailey. She is going off. Um, Ask George for some help. Yeah, the mom is just yelling and saying, we should sue you all. Like, we should. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's George's second chance not to screw it up. Yeah, he got another chance. Just like what he was complaining to about. To tell this family <laughs> to the fuck OR. off. And I don't think he does the best job, but. Uh, he does okay. Yeah. And he says. I'm her doctor. She is my patient. <laughs> yes. And this is a hospital where people need some peace and quiet. Right now, you can't see her. The recovery <laughs> wing of this hospital, you know. Yeah, like, she's in the recovery wing. She's trying to recover. <laughs> Visiting hours are over. So, good night. And Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he walks away. There's a fucking standoff. They, like, yeah. pause. I feel like he could have given them a little bit more what for. You know, like, he could have been, like... Maybe your constant noise and aggravation fucking caused yeah, this like shit. Yeah, caused or aggravated her ulcers. Like maybe there's a fucking standoff, and then George walks away, and Bailey goes, "Interns, too emotional, too emotional." My apologies. <laughs> and she's like walking away from the family. Who's just fucking stunned. It's so good. They like don't know what to do with it. It's They're amazing. Just dumbfounded. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm Bailey so much. She's so good. And she's clearly pregnant. You could you get a nice oh, yeah. side shot. You get a side shot where she's got her arms crossed over like resting on her belly. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and we have Alex in the tunnels asking Izzy some questions. Yep. Izzy is sitting cross legged on the gurney. Like uh-huh. everyone else had been sitting or laying on that also. Yeah. I just think it's interesting the way she is because it's almost like she's protecting herself. Yeah. Yep. And also like it can be comforting to be mm-hmm. all like wrapped up in yes. yourself too. But it is it is very protected and it's awkward and slow when he's asking her questions. Yeah. Is he the questions? Is like about he's trying to do the exam but yeah. um, she's about to cry and then she starts to weep. Still answering the questions like she's the patient. Yeah. She starts to bawl and Alex sits down next to her and says, Izzy, I never wanted to hurt you. Yeah, he's trying to talk to her. And she's holding the line like she's still the patient. Yeah, she says, you didn't hurt me. I don't even know you. I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer. (laughs) Yeah, she's like in tears. and Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, yeah. He he figures out that it's pesticide poisoning, basically. Yeah, he knows what it is. He knows it's pesticide poisoning. crying is... Is part of that. It's a symptom, right? It's a symptom, right? And she's like, yeah. But she's crying for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I love she, I don't like, even know you. I'm a farmer. <laughs> I'm a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's like, sometimes at work, if I'm having a really hard time, I cut onions even if I'm not. But sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, I'll cut the onions and I'll be like. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's a nice moment for them. Yeah. Um, and then Meredith sees Bailey sleeping in the hallway. Yeah, Meredith's leaving and she kind of smirks as she walks past. Bailey just passed out on the cot in the hallway. Bailey has like a green sweater on, orange and pink striped top and some pink pants. And she's yes. got a blanket between her knees. Meredith had, yes, blanket, putting something between your knees while you're sleeping on your side as a pregnant person. Amazing. Is the best. Okay. I mean, you have to... I highly recommend body pillow. Yeah. Because you can, like, hug it while you're sleeping and put it between your knees. Nice. And kind of, like, put your head on it. Because uh, otherwise your hips start to kill. Ugh. Um, And you're supposed to sleep on your side. And at a certain point you just you have you to. You have to, yeah. But you're supposed to sleep, I think, on your left side just because of blood flow. Okay. To keep that going. Sure. Um... Yeah, Meredith is wearing this, like, khaki raincoat. Yeah, like a tan um, trench coat. She's got, like, a brown, multicolored, long scarf, big canvas bag. Yep. And well, Derek catches Black sweater and yeah. some bootcut jeans. Bootcut and, jeans! Yeah, she's got, like, light, wavy brown hair. It's all down. Yeah. Yeah, she's got such a good natural texture to yeah. her hair. Um, She's about to walk out, and Derek... Like, catches up to her again. Like, hey, hey. He has a black pea coat, a dark green, like, quarter zip sweater. And dad jeans. His jeans are way too long. It's just, yeah. They're dad he, jeans. he always wears those dad jeans. He's got, like, a leather briefcase attache. Yes. A belt clip for his phone. He's, like, a <laughs> hardcore dad. Like, yeah. He don't have no kids, but he loves kids. But she, when he calls out to her, she stops and closes her eyes, like, in dread of what's coming. Yeah. Which is what she did last time, too. Like, a little bit. Cause it, just for cause a second. Still, it hurts, but it she's hurts. but she's going to do it because right. she still yeah. loves him. And he he says, hey, and then he asks her if she's okay this time. And it's yeah. the same wording, but this time he's saying what she, mm. like, she says, yeah, yeah, you know, holiday is. Yeah. And he says, yeah, I do know. Because, of course, they paid attention to yeah. their conversation earlier in the day. And they walk out the doors, and they're still, like, looking at each other. Yeah. She kind of stares at him. They part she ways. She says, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and they part ways. And we see Derek has gone into Joe's. And Joe starts pouring his drink right as he walks in, and double scotch single yeah. malt. <laughs> <laughs> Very classy, manly. So manly. Drink. And Addison is already there. She greets him. She was ready, knew he would be there. She's got her catalogs on the table. And um, she asked him about Tim Epstein. Yeah. And he asked what she's drinking. Yeah. He Well, he answers her that he that Mr. Epstein woke up smiling. So we know nice. that it worked. We know that the, the surgery went well. Yeah. But yeah, he asks her what she's drinking and she says, a hot buttered rum. And it's he delicious. Says, he says, it's Dickensian. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she's like, we love Christmas. At least we used to. Yeah. And now Derek. Oh, shit. He's like, okay, I gotta, we gotta talk about this. He's finally giving in. He says that. Christmas makes you want to be with the people that you love. And at first, she's kind of smiling. Like, she yeah. looks up at him. Yeah. And he, sadly, like, he's still smiling, but he kind of sadly looks down to the side. And he's like, I'm not saying this to hurt you. Which is why he hasn't talked about this the right. whole day. Right. He doesn't want to hurt her. but Or because I want to leave you. Because, because I, don't. I don't. He's not planning to leave her. 
But Meredith wasn't a fling. And Addie rolls her shoulders back, defensive and hurt. Yeah, she wasn't revenge. I fell in love with her. And that doesn't just go away because I decided to stay with you. And Addison is just staring, calculating. Yeah, she's just thinking about it, taking it in. And he sits down next to her. And starts sips his scotch. Yep, and we get this view through the frosted window panes yeah. of the yeah 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 <laughs> which is also very dickensian uh-huh you know uh-huh, totally yeah very yeah. christmasy someone had a lot of fun with like some of the shots on totally this. um but yeah we just see them sort of sitting in that awkwardness together like they're not gonna leave he's nope. not stalking out nope. or anything nope. she's not mad and like nope. running out but this is what is this happening is where we're at this is the truth yeah yeah wow it's it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Big, but it's I strong. think, you know, again, for their partnership, their marriage, he has to say that and yeah. just get it out there and rip that wound open. Yes. And um, where do we go from here? Like, right. what does this, this mean? This is what's going on. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, Christina is coming home. She's got, like, a cropped leather jacket, which I think is very fun. Yeah, it's, like, a pleather purple jacket with, like, a sweater bottom and, like, sweatery sleeves. Yeah, it's very of that time period. Totally. Anything cropped over, like, your long cami with your boot cut right and then, then the cami covers the top of the jeans yes yeah and um she's got like a wet and very sorry she's got a white and various red <laughs> striped scarf sorry we've been talking a long time yeah um, um and her her shoulders drop comfortably when she enters the apartment because she sees a small decorated this. tree and the a menorah decorated and she looks yeah there's a menorah in the window which yeah. kind of makes her smile like oh and um, Burke is laying in bed next to a very modern lamp, yes. like light tower. He is reading a book called Exploring Judaism. Yeah. And they have a... <laughs> just so much. It's so it's fucking so cute. Much. I love it. They have like a big leather headboard and a really cozy See, red quilt. I'd like it better if she was actually into Judaism, like not just... My stepfather was Jewish, so we grew up that way kind of thing. Like, it would be cuter that way. But she doesn't... But this is him loving her. This is how he knows how to love this woman, is to know, to get into what she knows and... But she doesn't know it. That's the problem. Yeah, but like, hey, if this is something you want to think, say is important to you, then like, let's learn about it, you know? But but she said that it's not important to her. That's the problem. I know, but then (laughs) there's a culture and then there's the religion, you know, it's like how they're like a race of people and a religious group. Like, there's both with Judaism. But she's not really either like she was raised by a jewish person but she and she's accepted that as like that was kind of my childhood so we didn't do christmas right but she's not into it she doesn't know anything about hanukkah let him starts. love her okay <laughs> no because i know what happened and she runs into bed and she curls <laughs> up with him She like, yeah she like climbs over That's him really like scrambles cute. well it's like after she has changed because yeah. now she's in like sweatpants and a yeah. different colored shirt and um, she, yeah, she like snuggles up. She tells him Justin took a turn, which alarms Burke. 
Yeah, it's that's not a good way to put it. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. And then, but it's for the better. Yeah, and he, his BP is doing better, and he, yeah. Burke puts his hands in her hair, like, that's how they always lay together. Yeah. Kind of her head, like, on his, like, pack or his tummy. Like, yeah. That's really cute. And Burke kind of wonders, you know. Like, I wonder what got through to him. But he looks kind of smug, like, he knows that she must have done something. And Christina's something. like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a nice moment. That's cute. I don't like the the <laughs> split like Judaism it. or like the menorah. I I think it's kind of a fun thing. He's but when trying. you think about it more, he, he wasn't listening though. That's the problem. He's he he loves her and he won't leave her, but he's not listening. Just like the mom and the. Son. Like I think he, tr- you know, she liked that there was a menorah. She did, yeah. She wasn't like, hey, you weren't fucking listening. Like, No, but we're going to see other issues uh, come up. I know, but just their- let them be happy for Christmas and Hanukkah. <laughs> it's the meaning of the season. God damn it. Um, so then we have Izzy laying down under the Christmas tree. Her head is like underneath it. So. Yeah, so she can look up and see all the lights, which is a really fun idea. I don't know if I've ever seen a Christmas tree tall enough to do that. Oh, yeah. I had friends I that a lot would of them do that kinda... every Christmas Eve. Really? Their whole family slept So it must be just a thing. Oh, that's a thing. Huh. And um, Meredith joins her, and then George thinks it's weird, but also joins her. Yeah, what are we doing? And, and uh, Izzy just says, lights. And he just, like, scrambles down to the other side of Meredith. That's right. Yep. And then Doc comes in and lays down, too. Yeah, so cute. Oh, so cute. And he barks. Yeah. And this voiceover that we've been getting since, I think, since the bar with yeah. um, Derek has been about how, like, you can't choose your family. Um, yeah. You might not like, love, or understand them, but you cope. Right. But then there's also this school of thought that the family you have is just this starting point and they sort of grow you up until you're old enough to go out on your own yeah. and find your tribe. Yeah. Go out into the world. Yeah. And find your own family. Right. And which it's is kind of Meredith. Like, which is this Meredith, Izzy, George, and Doc. <laughs> yeah, they're having a moment together but with yeah, that, a new Christmas tradition and... They sort of give into Izzy, uh, like, loving this. And they're not just doing it to appease her. Like, they didn't have to join her, but they do. This isn't just for support. This is just... This is what This is our family. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. It's a cute ending. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe this will come out around Christmas time. It's possible. Probably. Maybe. It depends. I mean, we're a few... Yeah, we're a few episodes ahead of where we are at the moment. Because we are in October, early October at the moment. Right. But yeah. It's like about to be Halloween-y and I, now I have all these Christmas vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. You can find us at Shades of Grey's pod uh, at Gmail. You can email us there. Yes. Or you can find us on Instagram at Shades of Grey's pod. We usually do like some Netflix stuff at the end, but I have to pee so bad. Okay, we'll go pee. Um, Big Mouth season two is out. Okay. That's my bit. What's yours bit? Also, this is almost um, 4,000 measures and we never go that long, so we should. <laughs> uh, I've been re-watching The Vampire Diaries because I never finished nice. that, that uh, show. At some point I got bored, which was around the time when I'm now like the 
episodes that I'm hitting, yeah. the season that I'm hitting now is yeah. like, I think this was kind of like the last season that I watched before I fell off yeah. because I got really bored with it. Yeah. So I'm trying to power through that yeah, so totally. I can uh, watch more because I really like the some of it. Cool. Some of it's really fun. Nice. Just kind of cheesy yeah. teen vampire that, drama. Cool. It's fun. Nice. Some of it's good. Well, we love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Um, make sure to go to your local wine shop. Talk to some cool ladies in there, or men, yeah. or non-binary friends, or yeah. whoever. Support local businesses and local non-binary people. Yes. Support everyone. Just, it's fine. Be supportive. As long as they're not rapists, that's Yes. Fine. Don't support them. No. Skin your local rapist. Yes. That's Je- fine. Jesus wouldn't support them, so nope. don't do and that. And neither should you. Do anything the opposite of what an idiot would do. That's Dwight's motto. Yes. When I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that thing? <laughs> and if they would, <laughs> I do not do that thing. Do the opposite of that. Okay. Yes, please. Good luck in this week. Bye. Bye. Bye.